I'm going to remind everyone to go to HankStrange.com, sign up for our email list. Um, this is the best way to keep in touch with us. Lola sends out, she does it like once, twice a week, sends out stuff, shares deals, all that kind of stuff with you guys, lets you know what we're up to. If you're looking for this uh, Gun Nerd shirt and other cool merch like that, it's on Ballistic Inc. That's the place to go. Check out Ballistic Inc., the Hank Strange store. You can find the shirts that we wear here, and the patches are on Hank Strange, so... There you go. If you're looking for those, you can find them there. Shout out to everyone out there in the chat right now. Please smash those thumbs ups, okay? We need and appreciate that. Also, big shout out to Franklin Armory for sponsoring the show. They're down there. There they go. Um, thanks to those guys for making this happen. All right, that's it. Let's see here. Let's uh, load up our guests. And uh, let me hit the open. Welcome back there to we the go. Hank Strange Situation. Make sure you guys Lifestyles subscribe, the smash the thumbs loaded. ups, ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live. Okay, we've got Lewis from Hollow Sun here. He's a first time guest. Trey from Aries Firearms Training Facilities has been here before. But Lewis, you've never done this before. We, got, we do this thing called Jazz Hands, Lewis. Everyone has to do it. Come on. Get those jazz hands going. There you go, jazz hands. All right. I hope you guys have your big girl panties on. This is episode, uh, what episode number is it? 611 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Hank Strange. Um, welcome to the show, everyone out there. Um, as I said, this is uh, 611. Louis Chirino of Hollow Sun is joining us. And Trey of Aries Training Facility is here as well. What's up, people? What's going on? What's up? What's up? What's up? Yeah. Lewis, welcome to the uh, podcast here, Who Moved My Freedom? This is your first time. Yes, it is. Thank you very yes. much for having us. We appreciate it. Oh, awesome. Awesome being here. Um, like we were saying before, we've had Adam. So big shout out to Adam Sasa. He's been on here before. Adam, if you're looking at this somewhere, you know, and wondering why you're not here, I, I don't know, man. Something, the, the invitation got lost. <laughs> but he's always welcome here. <laughs> <laughs> he's a good dude adam i'm sure i'll get a text message soon yeah like what <laughs> really how did you guys didn't even listen adam complain to lola that's how we that's how we do it around here so <laughs> we're gonna get into this if you guys have questions hollow sun optics questions and all that kind of stuff we'll get into that here also and then i believe lewis you know this gentleman trey I sure do Harry's. what's going on trey for a while yeah. yeah, what's up with you, Trey? Nothing, man. Working on the range, trying to keep people shooting, trying to get ammo in, <laughs> the usual right, stuff. Right, right. Okay, okay. Yeah, ammo. I think everyone's looking for ammo. That's the big thing going on right now. Everything... I got some coming in. Okay, all right. Good news. And uh, what... what? So listen, let's do this first, Lewis. Explain to the folks out there like who you are, what you do for Hollow Sun, how you got into this business, all that kind of stuff. I think that's, you know, it's a good place. Lola always makes me start over there. Like, got to be semi-professional, I guess, doing this. No, not a problem. So yeah. I consider myself the joke, the jack of all trades, and master of none of them because I've got my hands literally at everything. So mm -hmm. I'm somewhat efficient. Right. <laughs> um, so, I mean, you know, the, the short story, at least for me and Hollow Sun, I'm the oldest employee as far as longest running with them. Uh, mm -hmm. Hollow Sun started in 2013. I joined them 2014. So literally, I've seen this company go from literally nothing to where it's at now. So it's been one hell of a crazy ride. Wow. Um, 
prior to this, I uh, guns were a hobby. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew people, that, you know, I knew a few people in the industry and stuff, but no prior history as far as in the industry, uh, no prior military, no prior law enforcement. Um, and uh, the funny story as far as kind of jumped into it is a buddy of mine actually found the product in the last page uh, back then on the primary arms website. Okay. And he, he read the product. He thought it was a pretty unique product. And he was like, hey, man, can you turn around and see if you can, you know, find out what's the deal with these products and maybe, you know, get me one or two to try it. I'm really interested. Mm-hmm. About three months, he bugged me on a regular basis. And I was like, man, fine. Let me just find out. Mm-hmm. And I looked up the company. And back then, Holosun originally started in South Florida. And I'm based in South Florida. So I was like, uh-huh. hey, they're right corner. I called the company up. I spoke to the VP at that point. He was like, yeah, come by and check us out. I went to the original facility with the intention of trying to buy a couple of optics for my buddy. And about an hour and change later after the discussion, I left with a case of optics and another job. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, so, I mean, literally from, you know, beginning of, you know, the term pedaling this out of the back of a car. I mean, that's kind of literally how this whole thing started. And. Wow. We set up social media pages, started all the marketing stuff, mm-hmm. started getting involved in product development and everything downhill. And here we're now out, man, seven years later. Wow. OK. OK. Um, that's probably why Lola was telling me that you have a lot of uh, titles over at HollowSign. <laughs> is, that, is that true? Because she was like, he's got this title, this title. I was like, really? I don't, I don't, well, why? You... That's because I limited it to three of them on my, uh, on my email signature. Oh, <laughs> okay. You have to get multiple emails and just pick which one you are that day. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's crazy. But you know what? To be honest with you, man, I, I don't think I'd have it any other way. Being mm-hmm. involved in a little bit of everything, at least, I mean, I don't know. That's just always kind of how I rolled. So I've been blessed to say the least. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, Trey. Um, people are saying that it's not really you because there's no fish tank in the background. Yeah, I'm so. doing maintenance on the fish tank, and I have yeah. my new Bolt 50. There you go. Boom. All right, yeah, just don't touch Those it, Trey. Core lead arms. Yeah, it's core far away. Arms. It's far away from you. That's a that's hologram. You went huh? from a 50-gallon to a 50 BMG? I mean, that's kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not too bad, is it? It is. It is. Okay, so listen, we are going to get into this here. We're going to get deep into this here. Um, we're going to talk a lot about Hollow Sun stuff. There is one thing that I want to um, that I want to bring up before we um, really go all the way in. Um, unfortunately, I don't know if you guys heard about this. Um, this is on a lot of different places, but I'll pull up here to share the article from Truth About Guns. Unfortunately, Jeff Quinn has passed. Jeff Quinn of Gun Blast. Yeah, I um, saw that. Yeah, that was like really sad. I, I think this happened. I saw your picture. Yeah, I think the news came out last night, but I didn't see it until this morning because usually I, I go home and I just, you know, I'm tired by that point. But I mean, Jeff Quinn, man, this was a really, really awesome dude. Um, do you guys do, do we do, have you ever met Jeff Quinn Lewis? No, never met him personally, but I, I I've seen his videos and I know who he is. Yeah, um, Gunblast man, Gunblast is like a pioneer. I think you know so far as this gun YouTube blogging and all that kind of stuff is one of the he's probably been doing it the he's up there with the longest guys right. If you yeah. think about who's been doing this and um, I know like I have I think I first met him. I want to say I first met him in 2014 
And I do have a picture that I, as uh, Trey was saying there, that I shared on my phone. That's what this picture is here. I'll run that. Let me see if I can run this picture in for you guys. This goes back to 2014 SHOT Show um, Media Day on the range. And I ran into Jeff Quinn and I was like, hey, man, you know, big fan. And he stopped and talked to us and spent a lot of time talking to us. And ever since then, you know, whenever I saw him at SHOT Show, um, NRA or, you know, out doing some other event because I, I would run into him at other places. He was always cool. I saw his brothers and everything. They all worked together. Uh, Jeff Quinn was a good dude, man. I know he's been sick for a couple of years here. And um, unfortunately, we we finally lost him uh, I, th I believe that it was yesterday. So sad wow. news, man. You know, um, it's it's just like, I don't know, man. I, I really don't like uh, 2020. You know, it's, it's been an interesting year, to say the least. Yeah, it's been a crazy year, man. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we lost Frank DeSoma of POF, you know, uh, this. I mean, there's just a lot of crazy things going on, so. You know, um, that's a tough that's a tough one to deal with. You know, my condolences to his entire family out there. Uh, we will never we will never forget uh, Jeff Quinn, man. Those braids. If I could grow if I could grow a beard like that, <laughs> I would I would you know I would braid them up. I don't know who did the braiding if he did it himself, but he was a cool dude, man. He just you know he was just cool. I don't know what else to say about him. Really nice guy. So. Um, if you guys out there, if you've ever met him or if you, I'm sure, uh, what is this? DCG44 says you have to be a newbie to not know Jeff Quinn. There you go. Yes. And I used to look at his videos way before I started doing this. I would look at his videos and stuff like that. So I uh, really enjoyed his stuff. E-Rock says uh, RIP Jeff Quinn. Brian Quick says Gun Blast was one of the first blogs I ever read. You know, it's one, I think it's probably the oldest, if not... It's, it's got to be up there, like, to be one of the oldest uh, gun blogs that's out there. So, I'm um, still running. Atomic Bull says RIP. So, you know, that's um, that was some crazy news when I saw it this morning. So, and I'm sure there's a, there's a bunch of people that are still figuring that out. So, there you go. Um, let's see here. Um, now, where were we? <laughs> You know, I hate to just like switch away from that, but um, we were talking about we were talking about Hollow Sun here. Um, you know, uh, so what? Let's let's go back here. I think uh, Trey, if you've got any questions or anything, feel free to jump in. You were saying you were saying, Lewis, that you saw this in the back of Primary Arms, right? Like in the in a, on the website. Yeah, a buddy of mine found mm -hmm. the product uh, mm -hmm. just going to Primary Arms' website way back when. Mm -hmm. And he's the one that found it and, and you know, put me onto it because he had the interest in the product. Mm -hmm. uh, and then again, you know, reached out to them just trying to get him some stuff and went over there. And like I said, about an hour or so after a conversation, they're like, hey, you interested in making some more money? We need some help to try to get our product mm -hmm. out there. Mm -hmm. You know, we can make something happen. And he here we are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so what's the, the is there is there like a relationship between Primary Arms and Hollow Sun? Is that can we ask that question? Yeah, because I mean you know Primary Arms they disclosed it mm -hmm. uh, on the AR fifteen forums and stuff that mm -hmm. you know we, we were doing some OEM stuff for them and obviously you know probably 
I think from a red dot perspective, you know, with them and uh, Dimitri with designing that ACSS reticle, mm -hmm. uh, they've, they've hit that thing out of the park with that reticle. So we do make the uh, 503G ACSS for them. So it's, mm -hmm. it's a product, but we make it for them. It's still branded as a hollow sun. Mm -hmm. um, but it's, it is proprietary to them. It's the ACSS reticle. And, yeah. you know, them. Yeah, that's, um, uh, you know, obviously, I, I believe I'd heard of Holosun before that uh, Red Dot ACSS came out. But I remember I remember specifically when that came out because Dimitri showed it to me. <laughs> and it was really awesome. I actually went out to the desert and shot that thing. I think we were shooting like 600 yards and hitting uh, steel targets with that. Yeah, he, uh, he 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 nailed it out of the park with that. Uh, yeah, that that reticle, you know, being mm -hmm. multi-caliber compatible and the whole deal. The, they they did a really good job with that. Yeah, and sh by the way, shout out to Dimitri. He's been on the podcast here. Um, you know, he's a good dude. Uh, so you guys are still. Uh, so Ari, is it like you have an association with them, or the stuff is getting made in the same factory? There's lots of conversation about this, so I figured maybe this would be a good time to try to clear. Because you know, there's rumors. People make up. Like, what's the deal, Lewis? Yeah. Even Trey's already getting ahead of the ball. So, you know, the, the rabbit hole we always try to avoid. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, no. I mean, obviously, if you look at an ACSS Red Dot, it mm -hmm. is a Hollow Sun branded product. So it is ours. We make it for them. So, I mean, mm -hmm. there's no denying that. Mm -hmm. uh, but, I mean, we are the manufacturer. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the main thing that I tell, which is kind of unique and part of the reason why you saw a lot of the unique uh, technology first come from Hollow Sun is we designed it in house. We mm -hmm. came with it, we pushed it out. Mm -hmm. uh, that's where a lot of that stuff came from. Um, yeah, we, we've done some OEM partnerships uh, before. Mm -hmm. uh, again, primary arms, it's it's a no brainer because they sell our product mm -hmm. to them. Um, in retrospect to the ACSS. Um, but, you know, we've, we've done some other stuff with some other people. That's already been discussed multiple times. Right. Uh, you know, but, you know, that's under contractual protocol, so we never disclose who it is. Yeah. Never. I, know I mean, and these kind of relationships happen in, in, in the firearms world. It happens in other businesses all the time, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's, it's the, the beauty of you know, uh, uh, you know, business is, you know, some people have the ability to make certain things. Some people have the ideas and the design behind it. Mm -hmm. And it's a matter of, you know, can you design this for me? I don't build, I design. Mm -hmm. Can you do this? Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what happens. It's like, you know, I tell my kids all the time with like Michael Kors and Fossil, I'm like, hey, it's a Fossil watch at the end of the day. They're the ones that make it. Michael <laughs> Kors just designs it. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of that going on in the uh, in the industry. I think you, you find that same thing like Swatch, the Swatch group. You know, lots of things belong to the Swatch group. You'd be surprised if you if you ever saw the things under there. So um, the, the so the question, the question I think that uh, we would go to that, you know, that comes up after that is where this stuff is getting made. So where's Hollow Sun stuff where the products getting made? Oh, it, it's made in China. It's mm -hmm. our factory, our facility. Mm -hmm. uh, that that's something we've never denied. Right. So at this point, everything gets made over in China, right? Correct. Okay. And lots of things are getting made there. 
you know, and the correlation with that here is because this is something I've seen happen in the firearms uh, industry, especially around accessories and especially, I think, in optics. When I first started doing this, optics were really expensive. Uh, right, Trey? I remember people telling me, if you buy a gun, it's $1,000. You're supposed to get a $2,000 optic. Yep. <laughs> well, and if I may interject about Hollow Sun, mm-hmm. I've known Lewis. I remember when he had that stupid case full of uh, Hollow Suns. <laughs> we met like a long time ago. <laughs> and um, I took the 403C on my 300 Blackout to Houston and drug it through the water for mm-hmm. a week and a half. Mm-hmm. It works. And then mm-hmm. I took it to uh, took it to the Bahamas back and forth, multiple trips, salt water, everything. They hold up. I don't give a shit where they're made. They're yeah. tanks. Well, the battery life's amazing. And, okay, the battery goes out. You're still running because the solar power is still running. Mm-hmm. And I'm still shooting. So yeah. I can't say enough. I'm fixing to get another one. I mean, I have the uh, L3S321. Mm-hmm. I freaking love it. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, for the price, it's the best on the market. Yeah. I mean, and, the, and, and I, I think the overall point here is finding a balance, right? So yeah. to, to find the, the, the balance of something that's high quality, works, and it's durable, does what it's supposed to do, and then at the same time, it's affordable, right? Especially now that maybe but when I started doing this, guys only had like one or two rifles. Now, you know, there's <laughs> lots of rifle options for everyone. So th- there's a balance that everyone's looking for here and i think i've seen over the years man hollow sun's just kept building that reputation of yeah. not just being affordable but being tough and being able to do what you guys said that's like trey saying yeah it's it's you know i i'm on the same boat as trey i've never i've never cared personally of where a product is made if mm-hmm. it's made well it's made well i i hate to say this and i might get burned but i've seen stuff made here that's horrible Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen stuff made overseas that's horrible, and I've seen it vice mm-hmm. versa. It, it Unfortunately, if the company, whoever it is, is willing to make a good product, they're making a good product. Mm-hmm. And my perfect example with everybody is Apple. Mm-hmm. All iPhones are made in China. Mm-hmm. They're not made here. So, But that doesn't change the quality of the product. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I understand some people, but to yeah. me like, – I, I don't care where it's made. If the product is good, the product is good. And I have to knock on wood. Um, the owner of Hollow Sun, not only being the head engineer, he is a little bit of a stickler. He likes to make good products. That mm-hmm. is his main emphasis is. And that's one of the main things that I have to be happy as far as I think part of the reason why I've stayed as long as I've had to and I have so much passion for the product is because of the fact that, number one, they're not willing to settle on anything. Um, and number two, I think the biggest advantage that we have had as a company also is that we've listened to the people. Um, I see a lot of companies in general, um, hey, we, we're going to make X product and this is how we design it. And you put it out to the masses and, you know, yeah, some people might like it, but once people start playing with the product, hey, uh, we need you to change this color. And sure, you're going to get people that have personal preferences. But when you start hearing the same thing happen over and over and over again, now you have to say, hey, I have a legitimate problem. The question is, do you react or do you stay put? Some of the companies don't do anything. But we have been blessed that the owner's like, hey, if I've got enough data showing me I need to change this from 
you know, black to brown, then we're going to do it because it's not onesie or twosie. Somebody saying this is my opinion. Mm-hmm. We're getting live feedback. So we're constantly trying to make the product a better product. That's one thing that I, I have always been, uh, you know, hugely happy with that we've never really just settled. It's mm-hmm. always tr- push the envelope. Um, and again, we do it in house. So I think that's another advantage that we have. We can come up with an idea, but if you're limited to the factory you're dealing with, they might not have the capacity to do certain things. Um, you're just trying to constantly push it. Since we can do it in house, it does open up a lot more capabilities of what you see Holosun pushing out from a technology standpoint. Yeah. Um, by the way, there's, uh, there's, I'm not going to say every company, but there's lots of companies making stuff in China uh, in the optics world. And a lot of this has to do with how much you're, you know, what kind of oversight you have of those companies, uh, quality control, all that kind of stuff that goes on there. I remember when, uh, like, when Hollow Suns were really getting out there in stores, and I would run into people like, "Oh, what do you think about this?" I'm like, "Hey, man, I've been using, I've been like that um, ACSS Red Dot." been using that thing for years and I remember at first it was that and now I think people recognize it and I see people like using them more and more and more which says you guys have done the work there you're responsible for the reputation of it you've been building on that right and improving the products and all that kind of stuff so um, I don't know if there's any other questions in that realm but I just wanted us to cover that right no, we appreciate it. Yeah. And, yeah. and the only thing I'll add to that is mm-hmm. the main thing that, you know, I always tell people is we don't consider ourselves salesmen. Mm-hmm. We've always been a proponent of just give us a chance and mm-hmm. try the product for yourself. Mm-hmm. Let the product speak for itself. And and I have to knock on wood that it's done a pretty good job. And, you know, the you know, the 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 masses have given us that opportunity mm-hmm. uh, to try to become a Holosun customer. And thankfully, mm-hmm. we're doing some decent yeah. stuff because <laughs> – we're obviously where we're at now, so we're yeah. doing something. Yeah, and when you have savages like Trey, man, running oh, all of those things. <laughs> I destroy. I'm yeah, he knows. Destroy. He knows. Yeah, that's not even. That's not even like. I don't think I'm underestimating Trey's savagery. Water destroys everything. <laughs> trust me. Yeah, uh, Kathleen, music lover, wants to ask us, and we're gonna definitely get into questions. I see people asking me a whole bunch of questions about like the five hundred one. Uh, what was it 507? Like, yeah. Um, so Kathleen Music Lover wants to know what's what's your warranty on the pistol red dots? What's the warranty in general at, over at Hollow Sun? So Hollow Sun, a couple years ago, they kind of divided the entire product line mm-hmm. uh, to what they call classic and elite. The only thing that makes a product elite is either it's not a red reticle, so it's either a green reticle or a gold reticle version, mm-hmm. um, or it's a titanium housing as opposed to a standard aluminum housing. The classic line has a limited lifetime warranty as opposed to the elite line has just a standard lifetime warranty. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's still extremely similar. The only thing that we do have different is from a, uh, I'll use the term professional use, but like one force military, we do have a fixed three-year warranty. Um, unless obviously if we're doing a contract or something, you know, we can obviously stipulate that to different terms, but that's pretty standard. Okay. All right, cool. So let's do this. Let's jump into questions. Trey, if you got any comments or anything like that, we'll do that yeah. now. Uh, let me just tell I everyone, just smash the thumbs up, smash those thumbs ups right smash now. Smash the thumbs up. 
I have just put my Holosun through the ringer, and I've never had to use a warranty, ever. Mm-hmm. So if you guys are worried about warranty, maybe you should worry about the product actually holding up in the first place and not have to worry about the warranty as much. I'm already looking at the 512T for my, uh, sorry, I'm tired, for my Legion. Uh, I'm running X5 Legion. I'm going to put that on there. We've been talking about that. It's mm-hmm. pretty sexy. I was looking uh, at it with one of my friends. He had it on his pistol. We were messing around with it. I'm like, yeah, that thing really rolls, and it's tough. Oh. And I was yeah, do you have one of those over there, Lewis? You, so you guys want to talk about – let's talk there about the is. pistol it's ones sexy. first. I'm okay, yeah, let's – yeah, I'm telling you that's the way. That's the way of the future, right there in his hand. So this is that's the five twelve, Lewis. That's the five oh nine. Five oh nine. Okay. Yeah. Five twelve right. is a rifle optic. Oh, okay. Um, so that's the five oh nine. Sorry, I got it mixed up. My bad. Yeah. No, yeah, it's good. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, pistol optics right now. I mean, it's it's the hottest topic. Period. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what can we say? Not only from a consumer standpoint, but even from uh, LE and military. Mm-hmm. It's it's an extremely hot topic. It's going to be pretty standard. Uh, in my personal opinion, um, I said in 2018 that it would be standard by 2020. A lot of people looked at me kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. Right now, it's not crazy. We're seeing all LA go to red dots. Right now, I'm. I, if I were to give you a projection, I'm probably out of the T&E requests that we get from agencies that test product, easily 75% of them to 80% is mm-hmm. all about crystal optics. Really? Okay. So Let's I'll go see. with – I'll. Um, let me see here. I'll go and throw up some. I'll throw up some stuff on the website too while we're talking. Uh, let's see if we can do this here. So the pistol ones is the 509, 508, 507, and 407, right? Right. And then okay. and then not only that. So those are the the those are all you know 507C, 408T, 509T. Those okay. are the full size. Um, the other main thing that we have is the new micros that we released. Okay or two which are the k versions 407k and 507k okay. and those are like your 365s and other size uh pistols as well in that category oh okay so on the website where would i find those uh so um yeah so they have it that's just divided i'm just looking at the website what you yeah, have here I'm trying to figure out where those would be yeah, so it, probably if you go back and you just go to just pistol optics, this should be able to populate everything. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, here we go. Um, the C's. Okay, I don't think it still doesn't show the smaller ones. Yeah, that small one popped up on that banner when you went to the main page. If not, I'll just say just, you know, pop in the right-hand side. Right, the like top. the open reflex? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I see how the website's working. Okay, so that's what's in the banner at the, uh, the top, right? Huh? <laughs> yeah, not well, I know. <laughs> Websites are always a work in progress, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, that's... Uh, yes, they are. That's, and they're, always, they're money pit. You always put your money there. That's throughout the firearms industry. I already had a rant about that the other day. It's, it's a bad I'll spare rant. you. I'll spare it's you that bad. one. Yeah, I don't know why... Um, I think that companies really need to invest some money into their websites, man. And and uh, and bigger companies. I'm not necessarily saying that about Holosun. I know it's not one of the bigger companies out there. The bigger companies need to have their websites look like a platform. It should look more like YouTube or something like that, you know, or Facebook. Uh, just, just my opinion. Like, like you said, I I don't disagree with you, but like you said, it's a problem of uh, you know not even much money. I mean, mm-hmm. money's it, but time. Man, mm-hmm. it's it's 
it's a time hog. Mm-hmm. You need a crew to be able to just keep up. Yeah. 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 You do. You. It'll be. Um, but I think it's it's going to become more and more important. So I'll, well, if they keep you know. us locked up behind closed doors, yeah, I would agree. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm trying to spare you my rant, Lewis. <laughs> I'm tr- the job of avoiding jobs. Yeah, it on. So why? I got really worked up about this the other day, and I'm trying not to get into that here. So the so. Yeah, I mean, this, let's get the people some uh, some red dots. So you don't? Do you have any of the smaller ones? The, yeah, the sure. ones that go on pistols. Yeah, so just kind of give yeah, you. Let's a, see what uh, you got here. Let's do bit. some show and tell here. Let's, yeah, a little bit of a comparison yeah. here. I hope you also have some future models. Yeah. Oh, that. Uh, yeah, I went through that saga by the way with Adam, where like uh, there was a he was coming on, and he and there was a new. I forgot which one was coming out. Something new was coming out, and it got sent to him by UPS or something. But they. So, uh, well, depending if it was this year, mm-hmm. um, so well, so Hollow Sun Pistol Optics just in general. So mm-hmm. we released the first set of Pistol Optics back in Black Friday 2017 officially, mm-hmm. uh, and then 2020 we did a few things. We first uh, released a couple of new products, and then we actually re-evolved the existing lineup. Um, let me see if I just kind of have an old sample just to kind of give you an idea. So this is kind of the old unit here okay. as far as what we did prior. Mm-hmm. So the main thing was battery mounted underneath. Mm-hmm. And the other immediate tell is you have the small control buttons here. Okay. So the, the main thing that we did across the board for 2020, so this is the exact same product here, but in a 2020 version. So... The main change, we went to a side mount battery tray. Yeah, so you could, so you don't have to take it off. Correct. And then what I call the user-friendly size buttons. Bigger. Yeah. So, so that right. was changed mm-hmm. across the entire pistol optic lineup. Okay. Um, and so, then so and that's this is all for 2020. So this is how if someone's seeing these out there used or whatever, you could tell like what's new line and what's came before correct. that, right? Okay. Right. Everything made everything prior to uh, 2020 had the battery underneath. Everything current from 2020 or what we call version twos for the existing lineup has all side mount battery tray. Okay. And then what uh, battery is it? Like a CR one two three or. So this is a um, uh, on the on the current lineup. It's a CR sixteen thirty two battery. Mm-hmm. So it's about uh, about half the size of a twenty thirty two. So right now we are averaging, uh, depending on the reticle, on a two MOA dot on a mid level. So we usually use setting six of twelve as a reference for battery mm-hmm. life. Uh, you're looking at about fifty thousand hours of continuous capable battery life. And then if you're running the ring dot reticle combination, you're looking at about 20,000 hours of continuous battery life. Okay, very cool. By the way, let me give a big shout out to Mr. Guns and Gear. He's out there. Salute to Mr. Guns and Gear. He says, Lewis, what's up, brother? What's up, Mike? (laughs) So shout out to Mike out there uh, dropping in on us. Um, All right, so let's see. Where were we here? Um, So pistol optics. Pistol, pistols. Okay, so for, so for twenty twenty, you guys changed the battery tray, made the buttons easier. What other um, options are we looking at for this year? So, 
from the existing lineup, the mm-hmm. only other major change was, so, you know, we have the, the traditional round design as mm-hmm. far as housing. Um, back prior to 2020, we offered the 508. We released it very shortly, which was our same pistol optic, but in a grade five titanium housing. Mm-hmm. Specifically for 2020, when we were working on the enclosed 509, we uh, figured some stuff out and we wanted to make the titanium versions, if you want to consider them the premium options, we wanted to make a little bit of a, a, of a difference. So for the 2020 508, we did this, clo- uh, excuse me, the square uh, industrial design. And the reason why we switched on this unit specifically, and then the 509, which is the fully enclosed version, you'll see has yeah. the same characteristics. It's giving us better results under drop testing protocol. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trijicon is the king of the drop. Nobody's going to take that away from them um, mm-hmm. because they have the patent on what I call the horns or ears or however people describe them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the reason why they perform as well as they do when it comes to the drop test. Okay. Uh, Nobody can really infringe on that. We just figured out a few other things, mm-hmm. did a little bit differently, and we're still getting very good results in reference. Yeah, to not it. without paying them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah. But you know, as Trey illustrated, you know, for 2020 again, we did a few new things. So obviously, you know, the the enclosed 509. Mm-hmm. Uh, this has really been the main talk of the town, especially yep. from a law enforcement standpoint. It's been really huge with, uh, for us. We've already won uh, one major tender with it already. Okay. Um, there's a few other things happening already with it as well. Um, I think from a duty use, I think all the way around, if you want my personal opinion, I think it's going to be more of the normality. Yeah. Um, you know, not having to worry about getting anything stuck in an emitter yeah. and possibly blocking it or – if you live like all of us do here in southern, you know, southeastern United States, where humidity is yes. always at night, right. every walk out of your car, your house, you fog up on a single pane of glass by having a fully enclosed system that mitigates that, just like you know your standard scopes and your standard closed red dots. Mm-hmm. So I think this will start becoming more of a standard. Um, obviously, it involves a little bit of a proprietary footprint. We can't just easily mount to the existing system. Because there's no holes in it, mm-hmm. uh, would no longer be sealed. So that's the only slight disadvantage that it has, but it's easily workaround in reference to that. Um, the biggest thing for us, and I think for the industry though, has been what I call compact carry optics ready systems. Mm-hmm. Your 65s, your Hellcats, your Walter uh, PPSs. Um, you know, Smith has their uh, uh, I forgot what it's called now. Uh, Shield, I believe. M and P. Yeah, um, you know, these mm-hmm. compact optic systems are really mm-hmm. become a big thing. So we took, you know, what we were doing and we basically shrank it. Made a smaller version. Very so nice. All, all of the same technology is in about the third of the size. So this is where the K series came out. Um, so we have the 407K and the 507K. Uh, the main difference, so new for Hollow Sun is the first time the 407K is going to offer a 6MOA dot. So we've never done that ever. Um, and then the 5 Series will have the traditional 2MOA dot, 32MOA ring that you can run it as a dot only, a ring only, or the combination of both. Hmm. Um, 
the cool thing with this particular optic, um, you know, Hollow Sun's lineup, regardless if we're talking the most cheapest product or the most expensive product, there's always certain attributes that we have always wanted to maintain across the board as standards. Um, some of those things are everything we make for the most part right now is night vision compatible. Okay. Um, everything has minimum recoil ratings. Uh, so, you know, you're looking at about a thousand G's on rifle optics and you're looking at at least 5,000 on the pistol optics. But the other big one is waterproof. Mm -hmm. Everything we make at the moment is minimum IP67 certified. So that means you can fully submerge it up to three feet for 30 minutes continuous. Hmm. That I know of up till this moment, this K series is the only waterproof optic in its category size. Okay. So it's been one of the big reasons why too, we've been getting a lot of hits on this system. Mm -hmm. um, you know, a lot of people carrying appendix carrying stuff, you know, here, like I said, us in Florida, it gets muggy and we sweat like crazy. Um, it's been one of those concerns. So that was one of the few things. So unfortunately, you know, everybody would love everybody to share the same footprint to make life easier of I want to try X product versus Y product mm -hmm. to be able to mount it. Um, that wasn't attainable, but we got pretty close. I mean, so we can mount on some of the popular stuff that's out there. Some of the other guns, there has to be some minor modification done to it. Um, but again, you know, we've been milling guns for, I don't know, at least the last eight or 10 years already. So to make a small modification, I don't think it's too big of an issue. But, you know, that has to be the judgment call of the owner at the end of the day on what they want to do with their weapon system. Yeah, I think um, so. I mean, I, Go ahead. No, I'll say, I'll say, but, you know, I think this is going to be much more common. And you're going to start seeing, I think, especially for 2021, we're going to see a lot more companies, manufacturers really come into play with options to do a lot of these uh, uh, ready-to-go packages or compatible packages for optics and pistols. Oh, okay. And the, so, so I think Kathleen Music Lover wanted to know, how do you mount the 509? And um, what is that? The one, the one, we, I forgot the name of the plate, but he had a plate that he had added to his Legion and it had a rear raised sight for, so you still had a rear sight, mm -hmm. but he had a plate you just put on there and put the uh, 509 right on it. It was pretty sweet actually, but I do not remember what plate it was called. So, sorry. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. So, so on the 509, so, so the 509 for, so from an enclosed pistol offering available currently on the market, we have a pretty nice advantage. Um, if I just, hopefully you can probably see this. So, you know, this is our standard 508, 507. So, you know, we share the same footprint as a Trigicon RMR. Okay. So anywhere the Trigicon RMR, our system's compatible. If I actually put the 509 next to it, I believe you can see there's a gap here. The 509 is actually shorter than mm -hmm. a 507 or a 508. So the advantage that we have from an enclosed optic is not only will this mount on a universal optic system like an M&P core or a Glock MOS, if you have a pre-cut slide, like you have a factory Glock slide with an RMR cut, this will actually still fit in there. Mm -hmm. um, the way that we're shipping these is in the box, it'll come with a, a 507C adapter plate. So anywhere you can mount a standard 507C from Holosun or 407 or, or 508, 
you would put that adapter plate screw in on and then this unit basically just clamps on. So it's kind of like a Picatinny in a way. Um, if you're running a, let's say an MOS, a, a universal optic system, we are, are we plan on releasing direct adapter plates so you don't have to use a multitude of plates to get it to work. It's just one direct adapter plate. And right now, uh, the only other company that immediately has adapter plates ready to go because they've worked with us is uh, CNH Precision. Um, they've been making a lot of plates, especially in the LE side. A lot of agencies have been using them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also have some options so you can just do direct mounting systems to get proper height offset and minimize that stacking of plates uh, in other circumstances. Yeah, so it, it, that brings up this question here. What's better, getting the getting the uh, slide cut or the plates? I'm assuming the slide, but I know there's a lot of guns just coming with the plates. So what's what's the better the better option here? I mean, obviously, to avoid less chance of something going wrong, mm-hmm. a direct slide cut is always going to be best. Uh, and well, let me backtrack a little bit there. It depends on what optic. I, I, I usually stand pretty unbiased, to mm-hmm. be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my opinion, if I'm going to cut a slide right now, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I would do the, the you know, Trijicon slash Holosun footprint because it still allows you options. You know, you, you have a variety of systems. If you have the existing gun, if you're buying a new gun, by mm-hmm. all means, I would go with an optics ready system that uses plates because it allows you, you know, you might like X product today, but maybe Y company comes out with something cool and newer. Mm-hmm. Well, now if you have a fixed slide that's been pre-milled, you might not be able to, to adapt it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if, if you have the existing weapon, yeah, you know, send it out, get milled, save the money, spend it on ammo mm-hmm. um, and training. But mm-hmm. if you're going to buy a new weapon, I would probably go with an optics-ready system that'll allow me that much more versatility. It's more future-proof. Okay. If that makes sense. All right. Does uh, Trey? Do you agree with that? Oh yeah, hundred percent agree. Because uh, okay. you know they're going to conform to what the market's going with. So if it's already optics-ready, it's already ready to go. Mm-hmm. They're not going to come out. And, and you know you get a lot of guys that design this, design that. But having something that's pretty standard is very important. Body armor is another example of that. Body armor is not standardized. Mm-hmm. So there's a, a couple companies that I've been dealing with. They're trying to standardize their body armor okay. and make that pretty standard. So not to change, not to shift to gear, right, but just right. kind of like an example. But I, I tell you what, man. Like I said, and I've t- mine's tough. I put mine through the water, salt water, water, beat in it. I, I've yet to have any problems with it at all. I mean, it looks pretty bad. It's on my <laughs> gun, though. That's the problem. I would yeah. be showing it to you guys yeah. if I could take it off. Right, right. Well, if I remember, and I believe this might have happened at, at Trey's facility, one of the first social media guys, at least on Instagram, that we worked with back then uh, was part of, I forgot the, the group that he was with, but um, he went out, and I think they did this at Trey's facility, they took the 403C and they took a, the, he was holding the gun, the rifle, and somebody came behind him with a two by four. And as he was holding the gun, they hammered it with a two by four. And I remember, cause I, I have the picture somewhere, the impression is kind of like the Tom and Jerry cartoon. <laughs> and you see, you know, Jerry's impression sticking his tongue, his tongue mm-hmm. out at him. Mm-hmm. It was that same thing, the, the silhouette of the- wow. uh, the optic was embedded into the two by four, but they kept on trucking. Um, wow. Okay. 
Yeah. Um, so let's get let's get this. Uh, actually, di- digital profit four D eight three wants to know how has uh, COVID affected Hollow Sun production and inventory. Well, unfortunately, COVID's affected everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, way, I mean, yeah, we we had to obviously shut down mm-hmm. uh, for several weeks and get everything back up and running. Mm-hmm. Uh, thankfully, because we are, you know, in the industry, what they call vertically integrated, mm-hmm. so we outsource anything; it's all done in house. We were able to get back up pretty quickly. Um, I mean, right now. <sighs> As a whole, I mean, just not even just our industry, but many industries, everybody's getting hammered by this thing in several ways. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people have stayed home, so now they've picked up hobbies that weren't normal before. You can't find, you can't find guns and ammo, you can't find swimming pools, you can't find free weights, you can't find bicycles, mm-hmm. you can't find sewing machines. Wow. Uh, but, you know, people are like, well, what does that have to do with it? Everybody's using the same raw materials. Everybody's using plastic. Yeah. Everybody's using aluminum. Everybody's using steel, metal. Mm-hmm. So all of these high demands have put depleted on a lot of stuff. So that's some of the strain. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, believe it or not, one of the other things people are not taking advantage, uh, into consideration, we're getting hammered by shipping. Um, we've uh, we've experienced several delays just because of shipping situations. Shipping the stuff into you guys, or shipping it out to the customers, well, all of globally. that. Globally, globally, okay. Globally. Even mm-hmm. here, local, you know, we'll call to get a pickup. They don't show up till several days later. Or you know, medical this week has a prioritization, trying to get you know medical supplies needed for the people fighting. Uh, you know this this headache of a pandemic, mm-hmm. and then now it gets pushed back. So I mean, it's literally just been. It's been a hell of a landslide of just problems. So, I mean, it, mm-hmm. it's much bigger. We are not sitting on product. We are not holding back product. Why would you um, do? That's not even a good business model. <laughs> you, you, you'd be surprised at some of the conversations that we hear. Okay. Um, but all, all I can tell you, you know, well, all I can tell your listeners and our customers mm-hmm. is, I mean, first and foremost, I mean, you know, we, we appreciate what you guys have been doing. We appreciate the loyalty. We appreciate the patience. Um, unfortunately, I have to ask you for a little more of it. Um, you know, we've bumped up a good chunk in production already. Um, Hollow Sun, you know, knock on wood, was already on a pretty big upswing, thankfully, just because of what we've been doing. This pandemic situation has just injected that much more mm-hmm. headache into the problem. Um, so it's just multiplied, unfortunately, a lot of the delays and stuff even further. The demand, you know, we're seeing it all over the place. The, the, the demand versus supply, that thing is so off out of balance, it's not even funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, gun so sales, I mean, I mean, just gun sales with all the uh, rioting and looting and, um, you know, just, I mean, this has been a lot of civil civil unrest, I guess you can call it. Well, and, and you know, and 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 rightfully so that a lot of the consumers and the public have decided to take action. Um, if I'm not mistaken, um, I think they estimated for the NSSF from March 15th to, I think it was July 3rd, I think it was estimated about 8.3 million guns were sold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe for the month of June, according to the NIC system, I think it was something like 70% Mm-hmm. Minimum was first-time gun buyers. Yeah. So 
people are seeing them come out to the range like crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so everybody right now, it's a, it's, you know, hope for the best and prep for the worst. I mean, I hate to say that, but that's mm-hmm. kind of, unfortunately, I guess, the situation that we're in. So because there's been so much of a huge injection of business, it's putting a toll on, on us and on everybody. And we are really just trying to keep up. I mean, we went from, to be honest with you, we, we, I could have a dealer place an order and we might say, Hey, it might be a few weeks. And then from a few weeks it went to a couple of months. And then right now I've got products that honestly, if you know, it might take four five, six months mm. in order to get fulfilled because of how crazy the demand is. I won't say any names, but you know, you brought up at the very beginning ammo. Mm-hmm. I already heard today, um, one year wait time. Wow. For ammo. Okay. Because of the sheer amount of demand mm-hmm. that there is. So yeah. and it's not dropping off. No, no, it's increasing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think we're definitely going to I, I won't get into politics, mm-hmm. but my personal opinion is we're probably gonna be seeing this through at least some part of twenty twenty one for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think about that, Trey? Yeah, I agree. Are you talking about the ammo demand or the yeah. COVID? Uh, no, the, no. I think that the, just even just the demand Remember, in general for as we firearms. Blast through what's in the warehouses and blast through inventory and stuff. Mm-hmm. What becomes the problem is exactly what Lewis said: components. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can get primers, gunpowder, and I get brass. I can't get slugs, or vice versa, whatever it is. So, and then it becomes kind of a, I don't know, kind of a bump effect. So it affects down the line. And so, yeah, we're we're getting ammo out and we're doing different stuff, but in three months there's going to be a, sur- a shortage of slugs. And I'm just using an example. Mm-hmm. And there, and you're not going to be able to get ammo. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're making some moves on that to get ammo and do different stuff. But uh, I didn't even increase my price. I left it the same because you know, I I make my little bit. They make their little bit. Everybody's happy. Yeah. I, I don't. But we're we're running into to supply walls right now. Charge three times the amount of whatever a case of ammo is. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. That's ridiculous. Market mm-hmm. up 20%, make your little bit of profit, and be happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Listen, 507K, this little thing right here, we we were alluded to it. I'll just bring it up. And, and, and I would tell people, please just give us some patience. And I know it's easier said than done. Um, we've seen people that bought it. They've been flipping. This is This product right here is about $290, give or take, street price. Mm-hmm. I've seen it on eBay for more than 500 bucks and people paying for it. And sell. Yeah. Yeah. And sell. It's crazy. It's crazy. So it, it's, it's, I mean, it's, you know, as we said, it's everybody is getting affected. Um, it, you know, it, it hurts us to say that we can't get our products out to the consumers that, you know, have it on back order or maybe, you know, they prepaid the order or something, you know, with one of their online, you know, local dealers, excuse me. Um, and are just waiting. We, no product is sitting in our warehouse. As soon as it's made and it's checked and everything is done, we flip it out as quickly as we can. It's just literally the sheer demand has just put a huge strain. Mm-hmm. What do you guys, um, you know, either one of you, both of you could jump in on this one here. What do you think about all of this? You know, it's like we, 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 uh, we wanted everyone to be into guns which everyone should be. I, I believe that, right? Everyone should believe in it. I think it's something that doesn't have anything to do with politics. 
Um, but now all of a sudden with everything going on, everyone is into guns and everything is being bought. You know, get training, take the time to actually talk and do research. Mm-hmm. You know, we see people coming out and a guy's like, I want to conceal carry Glock 17. And he comes out, he's like five foot four. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, yeah, it's a little big of a gun. So at least he did a gun trial. Mm-hmm. So when he came out, I had a Glock 17 and a couple other guns. And he picks up the 17. He goes, that's pretty big. And then I go, yeah, yeah. Who told you that? Oh, my uncle told me that he was this or that. Mm-hmm. Well, he don't know what he's talking about. Go out, handle these guns before you buy them. Get some expert opinion on them. I mean, I rent out guns at my range. I'm sure other ranges do that. It's not, you know, like only on my range does that. Go and rent these guns out, shoot them, see if you like them, and then go buy them. Yeah, but under I think so. I agree with you on that. You're absolutely right. Under normal conditions, with no time pressures, that's what people would be doing. Unfortunately, what's happening here? Everyone just feels under pressure. Like, wow, okay, I've no, got to be able to defend. Don't do it. Don't buy it. Yeah, because you're just gonna get a gun. You're gonna shoot yourself with or not carry it. Mm-hmm. You know, due diligence is definitely key. I mean, it, yeah. it's 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 like you said. It's good because we want you know or you know we. We would like more awareness, you know, from a pro two way standpoint and make sure people are exercising the rights and want to have you. But do your due diligence at the end of the day, too. Don't put yourself in a situation that, you know, you buy a gun and you don't properly store it or something else. And God forbid something negative happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't want that either because then that's just going to cause more ruckus for us in the long run. Yeah. yeah. Get training. Get educated. Stop going out and listen. Look, husbands are not automatically firearms instructors. I'm sorry, ladies. I get it all the time. The last lady, she came out, super nice lady. Her husband was great, but he kept walking over, and I go, you got to go. What do you mean? You got to leave us alone. She's trying to pick her gun. Get out of here. Don't come back. If you come back again, I'm going to knock you out. And she starts giggling because mm-hmm. she knows I'm right. I'm like, you got to go, man. And so she was more comfortable. She picked the gun she wanted that fit her hand, not something that her husband wanted for future use, which is what we see a lot. Right, right. You know? <laughs> Yeah, and uh, get some training, please. Don't just go buy a gun and then blast your foot off. Mm-hmm. We, you know, I've seen it. I've seen it all. We had a guy come in. He goes, you know, I, I always wanted to get a gun, but I never bought a gun because I was afraid I was going to shoot myself. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he's telling me the gun he wants, and I go, that's yeah. He wants a Taurus Judge to carry. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I love my Taurus Judge, but it ain't a carry gun. Mm-hmm. Not by the long shot. Mm-hmm. Maybe for your car, or your home defense. So I said, here, here's my card. Give me a call. Come out. Try some different guns. We'll find the one you ain't going to blast your foot off with or jam down your pants and blow your junk off. Mm-hmm. You know, so take yeah. some time. Listen to some professionals and get some real advice and stop listening to your uncle or your brother or your cousin. You know, there are cooks in the military. That doesn't mean everybody in the military is a uh, special forces or a firearms expert. Promise you that. Mm-hmm. Stop listening to these guys. And being in the military 20, 30 years ago, you know, um, is a little bit different than being in the military right now. And you're right. What people do there, you know, someone being in law enforcement a long time ago versus today, it's all different. And we're all different people and different things are going to work for us. So, yep. um, you know, and uh, well, I, I, we can't overstate training, I guess. You know, we see we see it a lot. Mm-hmm. Ladies come out. They want to do some training. But my husband always loaded it. Well, no, not today. He's not. You're going to learn how to load it. You're going to learn how to handle it. You know, I go over the four rules, Mm -hmm. pretty basic stuff, loading mag, handling the gun, everything from scratch. I basically build them up. And sometimes it's 
basically them learning how to load the gun, shoot it, load the mm -hmm. gun, shoot it. Your husband is not a firearms instructor, I hate to tell you that. And his patience level is about that much. He has that much patience with you because he's been married to you for 20 years. Yep. Get an I know the feeling. I, <laughs> so, I feel you like know. he just gave Hank a new shirt idea. Yeah. <laughs> hey, your husband has that much experience in gun handling. I no, see it all husband is not an automatic firearms expert. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's true. Yeah, there's That's lots of those out there. The stuff. Yeah, and this is not about badassery. I mean, we've, we were talking about nope. some stuff yesterday where people are getting into this and just feel automatically they're a badass. That's not really what this is about. And, and I know that right now there's lots of uh, politicians on the other side saying that the uptick in violence is based on, uh, you know, the uptick in firearm sales. I don't really believe that. I don't believe that people no. who are out there legally buying these guns are the ones. No. Obviously, it's the people who are breaking laws and committing crimes. And, yeah. you know, in the in the desperation here, it's getting worse. Like drug dealers don't stop drug dealing. You know, there's no days off in gangs and all that kind of stuff. are less likely to respond now. That's become the problem. Yeah. So yeah. if you if you really want to if you're doing it because you're looking at everything happening and, <clears throat> and you're worried about that, you really do want to think about what you're doing and slow this down and make sure you make the right choices, because if you don't have that on you, if you don't have that thing that you bought on you, regardless of what it is, it's totally useless to you. And it might be on you and still be totally useless to you if you don't know what to do with it. You're a walking holster. We call you a walking holster. Mm -hmm. If you can't use it to defend yourself, you're just holding it for somebody else to take it from you and use it against you. Yeah. You're a walking holster. Yeah. And so please, like I know this, so there are lots of people out there who do know a little bit more about this. Um, you know, just try to use, the, so when your friends are coming to you, asking for advice, that kind of stuff's happening to me all the time. Try to point them in the right direction. I think a little bit of what Trey's saying goes a long way here. Because you've owned guns for a long time doesn't make you the perfect person to teach everyone, but you are a good resource to tell people, hey, go look here, go look there, there's a great range over here, this guy does a training over here, you know, take some, take some time to do that kind of stuff, you know? It, I think it'll go a long way to help people. Definitely. Yeah. So let's get into, let me see, there's some other stuff here. John Doe wants to know what's the aim point acro killer. I know I'm way, way behind in the chat. There's lots of comments. So what's the aim point acro killer out there? I know that, that that's <laughs> very important question here. Very important, Lois. Yeah. So, well, the only uh, product that we would have equivalent to an aim point acro would be the 509 fully enclosed optic. Right. Uh, so I'm assuming that is his reference. Yeah. And how much is the 509 again? Street price is going to be about 430 bucks. 430. Okay. Okay. Unless you overpay in this craziness going on right now. When when are you guys going to have these available? Are they available right now? When are, when are you guys going to have them available? Uh, um, so the standard products, as far as pistol optics, 407s, 507s, um, 508s, those have already been shipping on a regular basis. Um, 509s, we hopefully will start shipping sometime next month. Uh, and then as far as the compact carry stuff, uh, same thing. We've been shipping already for a couple of weeks now, the 507Ks, mm -hmm. and we should start shipping the 4 Series uh, pretty soon here, too, we hope for. Uh, we hope for. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Good to know. Um, let's see. Uh, 
And then Brick says, is there an LVPO coming from Hollow Sun? Okay, what's LVPO stand for? Low variable powered optic. So Boom. basically you like go. a one to four, one to six, one to eight. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the only thing Hollow Sun currently does from a magnified standpoint is a 3X magnifier. Uh, we released it in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, it's been pretty good for us. Mm-hmm. Um, eh, the main thing, it kind of goes back to, you know, kind of the beginning of the conversation, which is since we do everything in-house, um, if we can, then we'll try to go that route. Um, the 3X magnifier is kind of the first step into glass, if you kind of want to, you know, use that term or that referral. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, nothing is off the table, but... Uh, nothing is in the immediate future um so i mean it's just time will tell and and also the industry and kind of the trends will kind of tell too of what's going on um you know we kind of try to use that as a buffer to unfortunately you know if i were to say hey let's make a low powered variable right now it's not like we can do something in the next three months the the market could be hot right now but it might take you know to properly develop something you know year and a half two years that trend might be long and gone by the time you come to uh, come to market. So yeah. it's possible, but uh, not in the immediate future, at least. Yeah. Um, what are you guys selling more, rifle optics or pistol optics? <sighs> it's really not that far off, okay. um, to be quite honest with you. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think in my mind some of the you know numbers that we've discussed internally. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, uh, it's it, uh, 510C is probably the most, well, I have a special variation of it, but 510C is the most popular rifle optic we've made, especially, you know, competition PCC. This thing kind of just took by storm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we won almost every major event with it for the last couple of years. Okay. What's uh, the 510? Uh, what's that going for? Uh, average street price is about 300 bucks. 300 Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, in the pistol standpoint, yeah, you know, we still have 407s, 507s, 508s. Um, but the sheer numbers, I mean, the, the popular products are definitely what's pushed out there as far as, you know, on top of the list. But I would say, I mean, if I were to probably put a number, I'd maybe say right now, I, I think it's still maybe close to like 50, 50, 60, 40. I don't think it's really that far off. Okay. You agree with that, Trey? I mean, you, I know you're out there selling stuff. I don't know about the sale portion, but I mean, for us, that's what we're seeing. It, mm-hmm. They're going everything. I mm-hmm. mean, you see my pistols, you see my rifles. We yeah, we're starting to see quite a bit of them, and you know they do really well. Like mm-hmm. I said, I, I pushed mine pretty hard because it works. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't put it on my gun if it didn't work. I I'll just I've done that before. Destroyed equipment, mm-hmm. guys. Oh, this thing will hold up to anything. And then a week later, I send them back in a box in pieces. And mm-hmm. the guy's like, whoa, what'd you do to this thing? Jumped out of a helicopter in a fucking lake with it. What do you think I did? <laughs> you know? So, you know, I'm not, you know, uh-huh. I, I'm extremely abused. Casually, by casually I, jumped out of the sorry, helicopter. Sorry, Google. Sorry. No, it's you, fine. You, you do have a lake. <laughs> yeah, he has a helicopter. Yes, you have had a few choppers while I've been there. Yes, so I yeah. have been there. <laughs> Just very but, casually throw that out there, you know. <laughs> but it holds up, man. They're tough. Uh-huh. I just can't say enough. I didn't get me wrong. I go out there and. Yeah, if I take a sledgehammer to it, yeah, I could destroy it. Yeah, you could destroy anything I, if you really want to. Beat, beat it on a boat; it'll hold up. I mm-hmm. promise you, every all day. Yeah, um, Alan Powell, the greatest troll to ever live. 
That's the that name. That's the, the short screen name. Yeah, that's the name. He <laughs> says, uh, which one has the RMR, which ones have the RMR footprint, which I think we just spoke about, but you could hit that again. Um, yeah, so, so 407Cs, 507Cs, and 508Ts are uh, same footprint compatible with the Trigicon RMR. Okay, there you go. And he also adds up, uh, backs that up saying, I've been looking every day for 407C or 507C for months. Yes, and DC2 Megaboo says, yep, still waiting on mine for a few months now. Yeah, I mean, it. so again, we get back into that, that, that rabbit hole. Not to put the blame on anybody, mm-hmm. uh, but, you know, number one, we haven't stopped. We're pushing it out. We try to treat all of our orders as first come, first serve bases in order. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that, you know, because we get this phone call quite a bit or this email or this instant message mm-hmm. through social media. Hey, I put an order through, you know, X location three months ago and they haven't told me anything. I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. We're, we're sharing the wealth with everybody as far as product when we make it, when we ship it out. The one variable that we can never attest to is I don't know where you bought it from how many people prior to you bought it mm-hmm. you know how back are you on their waiting list mm-hmm. uh, you know that that's the other big part of the equation that makes the determination of when you might get a product mm-hmm. and we don't know that and, and obviously you know that's none of our business from a dealer standpoint so that's all on the dealer um but i mean all i can say is you know we are shipping every single day um the stuff doesn't sit on the shelves. I mean, once it's made, we're pushing it out as quickly as we can. Mm-hmm. Um, and still, obviously, I mean, uh, we're not trying to, you know, push stuff out just to make the numbers. We still got to try to maintain the quality. Otherwise, we're not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Um, that's key. So there is a balance there of, you know, there's only so much you can make maintain parameters on a given basis. But we're, we're, we're working 110%. Uh, to get stuff out there. So, I mean, unfortunately, that's the only thing that I don't, I wouldn't be able to give an answer on is those variables. You know, who did you order it with? How far are you back are you on their list? How many did they order? I mean, uh, you could have had somebody, you know, take pre-orders and they forgot to mm-hmm. put the order in the manufacturer or how are they getting it? It's, a, it's unfortunately, it's just too many variables, really. Yeah. Do you recommend people to buy direct from you guys or what's we, your... We don't sell direct. Okay, you don't. Okay. Okay. No, no. You don't All right. Sell so they have to. So what's the top place carrying yourself? Primary Arms, Optics Planet. So from a online retailer, mm-hmm. all of the major online retailers: OP, Midway, Brownells, Primary Arms. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, all those guys carry our product. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all of the major distributors for you know your local uh, dealers. You know carry our product as well mm-hmm. uh, so i mean there it's it's just a matter of you might get online and i'm just going to use optics planet just as an example mm-hmm. might be lucky that you log on today and all of a sudden it shows one in stock yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you better press that button smash it and you resolve the problem in 35 <laughs> minutes but at the same time, you mm-hmm. might spend, like you said, three months trying to search and, and you're scouring the Internet mm-hmm. and you don't find anything. Not because we're not shipping, but it might be that, you know, 
and again, I'll just use them as an example, Optics Planet might have, you know, X amount of units on back order. And what they're doing is, hey, I got to fulfill my back orders in order as well. Mm -hmm. And that's why you don't see something on their website as readily available. Mm -hmm. um, again, man, we, we've been blessed that Holosun as a company has been on a huge upswing. So if we take COVID out of this equation, we were already looking at a crazy year. Mm -hmm. um, thankfully, just because of the products we've been able to push out, unique, the features, the quality, and the price point just being kind of that perfect storm, mm -hmm. this pandemic situation has just literally multiplied the problem even more. Yeah. And now it's just, I tell people all the time, this, in my personal opinion, this is not a good thing. This is a problem. I want things to go back to normal. Mm -hmm. when I tell somebody, hey, I've got two or three weeks of back order. To me, that's a good problem. But if I tell you as my dealer, hey, you want X product, I'm sorry, it might be five, six months if you place a deal, an order now. To me, that's not a good thing. Yeah. But I mean, this is the this is the middle of summer. So typically at this time, this is like the gun world's not selling stuff like this. Yeah, this is not happening. Even for me, I'm still I would still be normally doing the podcast and putting out gun videos and things like that, but not as intensely. You know, it's been really, really intense where we haven't really taken much time off. Even if we're not here, we're up to something else. I mean, it's pretty intense. I would say use uh, have patience, <laughs> use tactics like you can get on email lists and stuff like that. Or there's people that have uh, those email notify things. Right. When something yeah, comes into stock. I mean, uh, uh, you know, if you guys remember, you know, 2013 Sandy Hook, we thought it was crazy. This mm -hmm. is a drop in the bucket, in my opinion, compared to then. And this is nonstop. Nice. Yeah, this is nonstop. And it's not going to stop for a while. Yeah. Nope. Yep. Carry this guns. Is, crazy. Yeah. Carry, this, crazy carry guns. Yeah. We get them in, gone. Mm -hmm. I got a list of people that ask me, I'm looking for this, this, and this, and this. Right when they come in, I call them. It's here. The guy's like, well, I, okay, thank you. And then I just call somebody else and it's gone. Mm -hmm. Gone. I mean, it's crazy. It's nuts. Anything. To, to put it in a perspective, maybe for, I guess, if we have listeners that are first timers or maybe that don't have that much knowledge, but on an automated system prior to this pandemic, the average turnaround time, if you were, you know, if, if, if obviously, you know, clean record, no issue, you didn't have a, uh, 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 you didn't have a very common name, you might get a Nick's background check done within 10 to 15 minutes. Right now, I'm hearing from every dealer. 24 hours. 24 hours. 24 mm -hmm. hours. Mm -hmm. I've seen it. Yeah. So, it, so, yeah. so if somebody takes that into perspective and you try to do that rationality of a ratio, that's literally, unfortunately, the same headache we as manufacturers are dealing with right now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's see if we can. Uh, so DCG 44s. He's asked this a couple of times. He says, "Can we hear about the new TI magnifier?" So there you go. Yes. Got that question uh, in. So do you have one? Magic. Here it comes. I, I I am pretty sure I. Well, actually, I do, but it's on a gun. Oh. Uh, yeah. So and obviously we don't want to. No. No. Uh, yeah. Take off the, uh, Google gods. Yeah. So. Yeah. But. Here, here is our, our 3X magnifier. Mm -hmm. So the cool thing with our 3X magnifier, it's, uh, you know, flip to the side. It's friction, so there's no, like, detents or release switches to do it. 
Um, that that I still know of, again, up to this current moment, uh, we technically have the longest eye relief of any 3X magnifier on the market. Um, the cool thing with the magnifier when we release it is because of the designs, it's in mounts here in the middle. So in the box, you, you get a, a, a spacer. So right now, this unit is set up as an absolute co-witness. It comes with a spacer. You can take it up to a lower one-third. For all of you left-handed shooters out there, you can take this unit, take the two screws out, flip it 180 degrees on the mount, and oh, then it'll cool. flip to the left. Mm -hmm. So now it's left-handed shooter compatible. Mm. The titanium magnifier, what we mainly did was the overall design is basically the same as this. It is now, obviously, instead of aluminum, it'll be grade 5 titanium. But the physical size, we shrunk it probably to right around here. It's about a yeah. 20 five to 30 percent shrink yeah so that's basically the main thing yeah uh, so here's so so here's right? here's something that i'm going to do that i'm going to do here lewis for a second we're going to go away from you yeah i don't know if you see my eyes right now we're going to go away from you we're going to go to trey <laughs> for a second here so you can actually get the one that you have in a box somewhere you know, and show us that one, right, Trey? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, we'll Welcome we'll do the we'll Hank Strange show. We'll have Lewis here in uh, a second. Jazz hands. <laughs> yeah. Um, look, look, no, I've been look, looking at that five hundred nine. I think it's pretty sweet. I'm definitely going to get that on my gun. It is pretty right. damn. Sexy. Are you guys? Are you guys getting any of the Hollow Sun optics in the store at all, Trey? Or are you like? Uh yes, but not nothing crazy. Okay. So, all right. I think he's back. So you don't have any of the ones that these guys are looking for, right? I was just wondering, like, no, no. And that magnifier is pretty sweet. That's the first time I've seen the small one. He showed me the big one last year. Okay. That's yeah. Awesome. Wow. Yeah. Ooh, that is cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm jealous. So, yeah, if I kind of, you know, put it side by side. Oh wow. Yeah, it is a lot. Yeah. That is a huge difference. Yeah. What's the weight savings on that? Um, wow. So. I'm glad you brought that up only because that's pretty common confusion. Titanium is actually heavier than aluminum. Oh, what? It's lighter. Okay. The reason why we associate titanium with being lighter mm -hmm. is because, so I use a 7075 comparison. So for us, grade five titanium versus 7075 is roughly about 2.7 times stronger tensile strength. Mm -hmm. So because it's that much stronger, you can go thinner and still have the same structural integrity as if you were trying to make that product in aluminum. Mm -hmm. We don't do that at Hollow Sun. We still use the same thickness. So, uh, um, so this same product, well, that would be a bad example. But if I gave you, for example, we make a, a 515 GM, so kind of a st small micro size, uh, micro system. Mm -hmm. We make it in aluminum, we make it in a titanium. Mm -hmm actually feel the weight the titanium is actually slightly heavier and it's because the thickness of the overall body we didn't design it thinner mm -hmm. it's the same thickness so what you actually gain is you gain the full strength advantage of the titanium oh, okay oh that's interesting yeah so okay. so think of it this way if i gave you a quarter i didn't piece, know that if i gave you a quarter inch piece of aluminum I can maybe give you the same strength and weight savings as an eighth of an inch of titanium. This is thinner and lighter, but it's the same strength. But if I give you both materials at the same thickness, then you're gonna 
take advantage of the full strength advantage of the actual material. Oh, okay. Sacrifice, you know, the material. So my, my understanding of that is you get, yeah, so it's pretty much the same weight but stronger. Correct. Okay. You get the full advantage of the strength because we don't sacrifice by milling it thinner. Oh, so why do we always think titanium means lighter? Because tight because it made it thinner. You can mill it thinner and still maintain the equivalent right. strength of let's that's say mm -hmm. material counterpart. Right. I've never heard okay. of that before. Interesting. Actually, that's okay. pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All I hear is titanium. Oh, it sounds great. I want the titanium one. That's it. Carbon fiber. Yeah. Well, when you titanium, it just sounds cooler. Anyways. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. Okay, let's see. If there's any other questions here, hit us up with that, and I'll see. Um, DCG44 says titanium is lighter than steel, though. That is correct. Mm -hmm. Okay, in the equivalencies, in the equivalencies. Um, let me, let me, let's switch over to news here for a second. If you guys have uh, more questions and stuff like that, we'll be happy to get to it. I want to switch over to some news. Uh, like, let's go some gun industry news. So Remington Gunmaker files for bankruptcy protection for the second time since 2018. And we were just saying that there's like record. This is in uh, NPR. So um, I think I saw this in another. I thought the Navajo Nation was going to buy them or something. I thought they, that too, but I haven't. Out. And they, oh, oh they did, did they? I thought they were going to make smart guns or some weird crap like that. Oh, uh, no. No, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. If, if, yeah. So, I, I mean, we were just talking, to we were just having this conversation literally just several days ago. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, the, the Navajo situation came back up again. But from what we have understood, and actually, if you, you got to dig around, but you'll find it. Mm -hmm. um, apparently, they backed out because the problem, I think they're concerned with, there's a lot of uh, prior litigations that I think they would have to assume responsibility on. Uh, if the Navajo took it over. So I believe that's part of the one of the main reasons why they decided to back out. Hmm. OK. okay yeah. Interesting. And it's interesting that like so, for example, the Fox News article on this says Remington Arms declares bankruptcy despite surging gun demand. But there's I mean, this was a problem, right? Remington had these problems a long time uh, before all of the surging demand. Plus, there's a lot now this like courts are allowing people to sue. What's the surge in demand for Remington? No, that no, this sure. Yeah, it's the same <laughs> yeah, thing as everyone else. They're talking about surging they gun R demand. R three eighty, and I don't, I ain't even seen one. They can't keep up with the surge, and they. What are you really gonna buy from Remington? Yeah, that's true. That makes sense. Yeah. Shotguns, there's shotguns. Yeah, shotguns, the bolt action rifle. Got some shotguns. I like the nineteen eleven, but I'm not packing it. So right. mm -hmm. they're not. They're not, they're eating it. They don't have really have a very good pocket gun market or small gun carry market. Mm -hmm. You know what mm -hmm. was it? The R fifty one didn't didn't do anything. Yeah, that, that's why I'm I'm a you know I, I say back to what I said before from a hollow sun standpoint. You know the innovation thing and just trying to adapt to what's changing is key. And unfortunately, I've just seen several some companies that you know you've been around for a while, which is fantastic. But mm -hmm. you gotta. You got to try to keep up with the innovation and see what's going on and keep up with the with the changing uh, with the changing tides. Yeah, I think um, sometimes when you're looking at uh, like a big company like this, by the way, here's another article in Ammoland. When you're looking at these big companies, they can't make these massive changes that fast. Right. It's like a big, massive ship versus a little tiny speedboat kind of analogy. Yeah, They're definitely bigger ships take a, <laughs> it's a larger mm -hmm. turning radius. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, but they don't. They make poor decisions too. 
also right. easier to do when you're look a big, at, massive company. Prime example. <laughs> yeah, true. Selling AR to the civilian market. Mm -hmm. Oh wait, there's a huge uptick in demand. So we changed our mind again. Uh, sorry, the industry's already pissed off at you. We're not. We're not buying your cult. Sorry, mm -hmm. you're gone. You done. You done ate yourself out of the business. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Also, I think everyone else is making an AR. You know, when everyone else is making an AR, you've got to be ready with other stuff. And it can't just be like an AR, but with a different name. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I would agree. I mean, it's right now. I mean, I think uh, from a from a current time frame, not just in our industry in general, but, you know, with all of the technology that a lot of people have, you know, I mean, for crying out loud, we're already 3D printing titanium. Um, and that's not even really new. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, there's just so much capabilities, people, you know, with ideas and, and free software and, and, and uh, uh, 3D printers and all this other stuff going on. Innovation is so I think it's much more it's it's easier to to get an idea to an actual product. I, I'll mm -hmm. use that reference to get a, to at least get prototypes. Right. So, I mean, it it's if you're not willing to you know, do that. And the problem is that's why I think we've seen a lot of cool companies come up like, you know, shock show, mm -hmm. you go to the second floor and all of the behemoths are there. Mm -hmm. But if you want my personal opinion, I love the first floor. Thank you. Thank wow. you. I've said it for years. Because all of the cool kids are down there. It's the stuff like, Hey, somebody came up. Wow. Why didn't I ever think about this idea? Yeah. The hungry, the, the hungry guys more. too. Yeah, there's a floor above them too yeah. that has all these like little tables, and they got random stuff up there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, again, you know, these these are the guys that are that are listening. Um, you know, I mean, there's a plethora of information out there. You can mm -hmm. see the trends on social media, on YouTube. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, obviously a lot of feedback from uh, you know trainers and all this other stuff. That mm -hmm. if you listen and say, well, let me try to do something then that's where a lot of these companies or smaller companies, I think, are becoming more successful that some of the larger companies, hey, you have, and I hate to say this, and I'm not trying to single anybody out, but, mm -hmm. you know, the names and the history are phenomenal, but it doesn't change that you need to maybe just sit back and try to think or try to push something out of the box. I mean, mm -hmm. there's only two things that's going to happen. I mean, it works or it doesn't work, but... I mean, there's enough data out there. I think that if you do spend a little bit of time and due diligence, you can come up with stuff and figure out how do we adapt or how do we keep up with the Joneses of what's going on now and then really give that that variety to the consumer. Because the consumer right now is all for, you know, for variety and options. And I think it's much more feasible now than what it was you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. The, first of all, what the consumer looks like has um it's varied now right versus whatever it was before maybe you were looking at like one single prototype or several like very few different prototypes if you're thinking about who's the consumer out there and what do they want versus today there's just so many different people out there wanting so many different things to me at shot show it's it's much more fun to talk to the smaller companies in the basement or as trey is saying upstairs or in the kiosks and things like that, not just because they have the cool stuff, but, you know, they're just more even receptive to talk to you and, and have a conversation versus some of those big companies that they're so high up there in the mountains. You know, it's almost like, uh, you know, it's almost like the old Greek gods, right? 
You know, they they don't want to come down and have to. Yeah. Yeah. They're up on Martin Lippus. They don't want to talk to the people down there. You know, they're just thinking about the super operator types or whatever. And it's very tough to talk to those people, not just the shot show. I mean, even if you you go to other places, when if you do talk to people, you can you can very easily start to figure out the directions that these trends are going in, you know, and then you can you, you know, you can get into that space as well if there's a demand there and then offer some variety and get better prices, better products, all that kind of stuff going. If you pay attention to that versus, you know what, we're all going to make 1911s and AR-15s. You know, that's what that's what we're looking at um, in a lot of cases. So uh, let's see. Uh, okay, shout out to the Tyvin Show. I see him in here. Go ahead, Trey. I only go to the bottom floor to try to find Lewis. Oh. <laughs> Every time I go to the holocide, Lewis is at lunch. Oh, <laughs> he's like yeah. the he's like the Phantom Menace down there. He's always gone somewhere. I never can run into you. I just call you after a shot show. I just don't even deal with it anymore. <laughs> if you would have said I was in a meeting, they told you I was in a meeting, I'd believe that. But if they told you I was at lunch, I'd know somebody lied to you. Well, yeah, they, they're lying. Lunch they're lying. at shot they show. <laughs> and I tell people all the time. Sometimes it's four o'clock, and I go, maybe I should go to the bathroom now mm-hmm. at shot show. Um, yeah. Again, you know, at Holosun, man, we've been blessed. The last couple of years, mm-hmm. that gets, it's been crazy at the booth. It has mm-hmm. just been super slammed nonstop. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I can tell you, and obviously everybody that's listening right now, starting 2021, um, we will no longer be on the first floor. Technically, we will be on the second floor. Uh-oh, so. oh, they're, now, they're going up Mount Olympus. Listen, the one thing that we've always complained about our booth, yeah, you know, yeah. we were at three booths, mm-hmm. well, four, um, yeah. last yeah. Well, last year. And it's just it's just not, you know, we never had the ability to get a decent-sized booth mm-hmm. to get, honestly, just some breathing room, man. I mean, Did you take it's, spot? It's, uh, I'm sorry? <laughs> Did you take Remington's spot? <laughs> but, um, you know, the, the advantage that we had is, you know, uh, so starting 2021, uh, SHOT Show has grown now another 200,000 feet with the new Caesars Forum. Yeah, there's more space. Yeah, so, you know, Wait, thankfully. It's, not at, that, uh, it's moved? No, no, it's, it's, still, it's still at the sands, but um, because of... I won't get into numbers, but from my understanding, there's there's been for the last several years a large back uh, – I'll use the term back order mm-hmm. – of vendors waiting to get in backlog, yeah. and there was physically no space. So uh, starting next year, they're doing that Caesars Forum, which is just a bridge across mm-hmm. the boulevard. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know that. Yeah, you just walk – it's kind of like you're walking outdoors they have it this a year, little bit, but open. yeah. Well, as of right now, it's still on. I mean, we're listen, yeah. man. We're still ahead of time. I mean, we don't know what'll happen, but don't. don't what do don't, you guys do? You, do you guys want to predict so that uh, when Shot Show rolls around, I could hold it against you because we got it on video? You want to predict what Shot Show is going to look like in twenty twenty one? Man, that's come on. It's going to look like it always does. Everybody's sick walking around Shot Show. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nope. Listen, I'm going three years running. No Shot Show plague. Uh, I didn't get, I didn't don't anything. say it, Lewis. You better, you better knock on all kinds airborne. of wood right now. <laughs> nope. Do airborne. not say that. Do not jinx it. Um, <laughs> you know what? I, man, I don't know. I hope. I can say I hope mm-hmm. that we somewhat get back to normal by. 2021 when 
we get this 2020 headache away from yeah. us. I, th- um, I feel I don't know, really don't know what to expect. I feel like, first of all, everyone's going to have to wear masks if they allow it to happen, which I hope I hope they do. You know, okay, Vegas, they're going to be trying to make everyone wear masks. I'm sure they're going to somehow try to separate people. I don't know how you do that at SHOT Show. I'm not saying the masks are going to do anything. I'm just saying they're going to they're going to try to pull that one off and then they're going to somehow try to social distance. I don't know how that works at SHOT Show. We're going to have to when you get there, you're going to have to get in a bubble suit <laughs> and walk around like in a in, you know those big uh plastic ball things that you can walk in and it just rolls. Just gonna, yeah, I don't know exactly how are we going to do this. Hey, that might be a good idea for the booth, actually. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> might yeah. have to set up a ring or something. Yeah, just little space suits, you know. Um, <laughs> to get into SHOT Show, you got to fight this sumo wrestler. <laughs> How are they going to do this? How are they going to do this? Because, I mean, they're going to try. You know that. They're going to try to limit people. How many people go? Are they going to tell all the people from overseas you can't come in? It can't. Well, I mean, it depends what trade look at. I mean, like right now, I mean, it's not that they might not come in. The country might not even let them fly out or yeah. vice versa. Yeah, true, true that. Yeah, if you leave, they won't let you back. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, for example. For, for 14 days. Yeah. And, and, and the went back to Germany, 14-day quarantine. It, it really depends. I mean, it's too early to, 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 you know, to make that judgment call. I was telling people, you know, we attend EWA in Germany. Mm-hmm. EWA, from my understanding, um, is close to a million square feet. It's mm-hmm. about 10 plus pavilions. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely massive compared to SHOT Show. And, you know, as far as a, a physical size. And I got Ewok canceled on me three days before I, I was, oh, wow. you know, show was supposed to take place. It literally was that close. And we found out because they put it on the German government website. Hey, all major trade shows are now officially closed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was getting ready the following morning, literally, to jump on a plane mm-hmm. to head out to Germany. And lucky you didn't fly out. Yeah, so it, it's still, you know, it's still way ahead of the time. Um, I can tell you that at least from uh, probably with this situation right now, every major show for 2020 has been canceled for mm-hmm. the most part. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah. So 20 shot, you know, show wise is pretty much dead for pretty much everybody. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I don't know. It, it's I agree with you. I think yeah, there's probably going to be some type of, uh, you know, sanitary protocols as far as masks and some other. They stuff. might limit people coming there somehow. I don't know. I, I, I would agree that they're probably going to make it tougher to get in. You know, not mm-hmm. the hey, I know somebody or mm-hmm. some of the main tags we see spouse of like yeah, yeah, yeah. or fake. There was here. there were a lot of people this uh, this year I faking badges there. Restrict passes. You have yeah. to have you one maybe two for F, per FFL. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and passes too. I mean, I know that before they used to allow people to buy extra passes. I wouldn't be surprised that they might like take that away too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they. Just, I'm sure that there's going to be limitations, but uh, you know, I hope at the end of the day we can get back to some normality that we will see Shot Show 2021 happen. Yeah, I think also there's going to be people that don't want to go. Let's just be. You know, oh, of course. yeah, let's be for oh, real about it. Not everyone's hardcore like us out there. You know, I'm that. still out here. I'm still out here doing the same thing every day. Actually, more intensely. I want to see them guys with like the they wear all sorts of weird stuff. You've seen them online. Maybe they'll be at SHOT Show with mm-hmm. like uh, 
was the pool things he had sticking out the uh, noodles sticking out of his head oh yeah <laughs> people dressed like unicorns and maybe like people wearing garbage bags we'll see that'll be it the new shot show what what weird shit can you wear to treat <laughs> from getting the covid his shot shows yeah. We'll have Hank start a new one instead of the people, yeah. of, people of Shot Show. That's right, yeah. people of Shot Show. Yeah. There it is. I'll just just strange, get those the strange people of Shot Show. Do you remember those diving bell suits? You know the big yes. diving bell you suits. You should wear that, the, Hank. I would the, find one to see you wear it. Those things are heavy and expensive <laughs> and expensive. Or you could have the big incredible Hulk hands on with the like Israeli oh. gas mask. Or oh something. boy. <laughs> oh, there will be people. There will be people in gas masks. By the way. Uh, if there's a cure, who knows what will happen if there's a cure. So did you guys Yeah, did you guys see this? There was uh, a lot of people sharing this that uh, these doctors came out in DC. Did you guys see any of this? There were these doctors that came out in DC and said that they have the cure. I know in the video there was this one particular like African uh, woman who was you know talking about uh, there is a cure and all that kind of stuff and there was video that was put out. Right, but social media has been taking it down. So I know oh, a lot of a doctor in Atlanta or something. I think I think this this particular video came from DC. Um, I forgot where it was at. I know what you're talking about. I didn't yeah, see it. there were a bunch of there. So let me see. I can't. Uh, it's tough to find it because social media keeps taking it down. But there were a bunch of doctors that came out and they had something to say. They were talking about and basically the headline out of it that, that everyone was saying is that. You know, this is the cure, but they don't want anyone to know that. First of all, the press conference thing looked not completely real to me. So I wasn't out there sharing it, and I was looking it up. Um, lots of social media were taking it down. I think Trump retweeted it. Trump Jr. retweeted it. Lots of people were putting it out there. It turns out uh, not real, or maybe it uh, is real. That's why he's got suspended for 12 hours. Yeah, yeah. So they're saying it's not real. Maybe it is real. I'm sure the conspiracies will go on. Here's a screen capture of it. I'll throw it up on the screen right now. I'm going to say this is probably not uh, 100% real. So you guys can... Uh, well, and you bring up an interesting yeah. point, man. That's kind of the scary part, too. I, uh, you know, Me, personally, I've been trying to avoid the news for the last several weeks because it's just gotten to a point that... Mm -hmm. You don't know what to believe. I mean, there's people out there with agendas and, you know, with some of these free softwares and a cell phone. I mean, I've seen some pretty convincing looking posts that when you mm -hmm. do a little bit of looking, you find out it's not true. But so it's like, well, what do you yeah. believe? Yeah. Um, Len Holt says she lit it up. The lady doc is from Houston. Um, but I just think that, look, who knows what's real and what's not real anymore? Let's just start from there. Right. Wash your hands. Yeah. Um, I know there's always different things coming out that there's a cure, there's a there's a vaccine already. I think that they're working on these things. I don't even know if people are even going to take the vaccine if there is one. But um, I, I, I'm going to tend to err on the side of this particular stuff going around is not necessarily uh, real. So there you go. I don't know. You guys can, can uh, say what you want. Is it possible that the government will have the cure for this thing? And you'll find out about it la later. Uh, yes. That's how some things go. And there's crazy. So listen, today I was talking to John Crump, right, from Land News. We did a video. I don't know if Lola turned it on or not. But we, we did a video where we were talking about a couple of things. And John said to me, so what do you think about the alien stuff? And I was like, oh, what do you cube? Well, he was like, well, I was like, well, what are you talking about the alien thing? Was and he was seeing this. 
Yeah. No, I haven't. He showed it to me yesterday because I've been doing like you, like not really paying. I do stocks. That's it. That's the news I get. Yeah. Apparently, there's a cube four times the size of the Earth coming out of the sun right at us. I'm like, get out of here. Oh, that's not what I wasn't talking about that. Oh, one. that's what we're talking about? Did yeah. you see the cube? I, I know, like, and they showed it to me. I'm like, no. No, this ain't the board. <laughs> so, but here's the thing he was talking exactly. about. He sent me, yeah. He sent me this from. Uh, he sent me this. This is from Fox News. I'll share it. It's on my phone. Not made on this earth. Top secret Pentagon UFO task force reportedly expected to reveal some findings. This is from four days ago. Um, Washington, according to recent report from the New York Times, a top secret Pentagon program has been conducting classified briefings for over a decade, analyzing various encounters between military craft and unidentified aerial vehicles. According to the Times, the Pentagon stated that the program was disbanded, but a uh, Senate committee report last month revealed spending on a program called the Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Task Force. It was reported in late June that U.S. Senator Marco Rubio had requested a detailed analysis of the task force findings. And the report stated that the committee supports the efforts of the task force to collect and standardize data regarding uh, unidentified aerial phenomena, as well as their links to foreign government and potential threats. Now, the New York Times is reporting that the secretive task force is expected to release new and alarming findings that may involve vehicles made of materials not of this planet. Okay. Yeah, astrophysicist and former consultant for the UFO program since 2007, Eric W. Davis, told the Times that he gave a classified briefing to the Defense Department agency as early as March regarding off-world vehicles not made of this Earth. Um, over the years, the federal government has released footage of military encounters with unidentified aerial phenomenon. In April, the Pentagon declassified videos from 2004 and 2015 that showed saucer-looking objects. I can, we can go on with this, but basically, UFOs are real. It came out in the news. No one, no one's, no one's worried about it. <laughs> you guys haven't even heard because everyone's avoiding the news. So this is what John was saying to me. He was like, what's happening? Basically, the government is admitting there's UFOs, and no one is like, wait, what? What, what happened? <laughs> People are just, forget about it. Don't worry about that. Let's talk about uh, what's going on in Portland. <laughs> Let's not. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Chaz. That's the new, that's new hotness. Yeah. Oh, no, no, that's in Seattle. Sorry, I can't keep up with them anymore. Yeah, Tanky5000 says fake. And wow, what timing they have. Um, so what do you guys think about that? Do you think it's real? Do you think it's real that there's uh, UFOs now? Marco Rubio found the UFOs. If I could, uh, if I could span, if I could cross the universe, I don't think I'd be going to Earth. <laughs> Earth can be like one of those strip joints along the highway. Yeah. You know, they, yeah. <laughs> to UFOs, like you know those those really bad ones that you don't want to stop in because just looking at it you're gonna catch mouth. something. <laughs> they have the best patty melts. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, so there you go, man. UFOs. The government's admitting there's U UFOs. People don't even believe it's real. They're like, no, nah, fake news. Well, what's a UFO? An unidentified flying object. So they're not identified. Yeah. Not of this earth. Not of this earth. I saw one thing where they were talking about UFOs on the space station, and what it was is 
space dust that was going past the camera. It looked like a UFO. Yeah. But it was the way that it, the angle of the dust. It was pretty interesting, actually. But listen, what I'm I'm going to say this to you again. <laughs> Supposedly, these guys have these vehicles made of materials not of this earth. Okay, this is what's going on. It's in the new. You could you guys could Google it right now. The, the easiest, the best place to hide is in plain sight. Mm-hmm. They oh, were, yeah. You know, so I mean, right now everybody downing everything else. I wouldn't be surprised that everybody's just like, okay, yeah, whatever. I call BS. Yeah. Uh, Applebyte says, hopefully they take Pelosi and the gang far, far away. See, everyone thinks this is fake. Everyone thinks this take is her, fake news. And take her ice cream with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Johnny Kamikaze says, they are real, just old info that the government has known about for 50 years. So, you know, we, this is the upside down world that we're living in. Like, I'm not, this is not a joke. I'm not making it up or anything. I'm telling you guys. Seriously, the seriously, the government is admitting that they are UFOs. You know, vehicles made of materials not of this planet that they that they're in possession of, and everyone's just like, yeah, whatever, no big deal. You know, because because this year is so crazy. If this would have happened uh, under any other circumstances, everyone would have been freaking out. Hey, it's twenty twenty. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, why not, man? They're probably just like, whatever. What else you want to throw at us? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We got five more. Where's that toilet paper? Yeah. Lewis is like, dude, I mean, we got new, we got new uh, optics to build. <laughs> <laughs> you know, now more than ever, you need a space force. <laughs> I got red. Now we know our. Used to worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> now we know where the toilet paper went. Yeah, <laughs> this is interesting. You guys, I think you'll see this like it as. If this ever calms down or whatever, you'll see like, oh, we're actually admitting now that we had this thing, but no one's freaked out about that because we have all these other things to be worried about. Do you think, let's say everything was normal and then this news came out. Do you think this would, would have gun sales going up also? Everyone's getting ready to fight the aliens? Huh? I, I wouldn't suspect, but I, I don't no. know. I guess it depends everybody's going to react yeah. different. So yeah. Who knows? We were just talking about cutting edge, um, cutting edge technology. I want to see some companies make anti-alien stuff. So <laughs> China did. They got that laser gun. Remember, China built the laser gun. Yeah. So listen, we just went so crazy. We got Mac to actually come in and comment on it. Uh-oh. Military Arms Channel says, "I think everyone has believed this for decades. So we're just like, well, duh. Thanks for coming clean." <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you these guys here mac these guys literally think i'm just making this up they're like whatever heck we don't even want to hear this nothing surprise us now <laughs> hey listen i got customers back orders to worry about i'm not worried about <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they better bring down some manufacturing technology with them too right <laughs> maybe uh, if they in our neighborhood we can use part of their metal to build some more hops. yeah <laughs> mac says guns versus death rays and then he says, somehow I think we'll lose that one. <laughs> War of the yeah. worlds. Yeah, we're not building the right technology. I'm just telling you, we're not building. We're not building the right technology. Well, it you know from what I remember, a comment made to me, uh, and and there was some data supposedly to back it up. And this was many moons ago. Mm-hmm. We as consumers supposedly only see about fifteen percent of the actual technology that exists. So if that's really true. 
then we might not be that far behind. We just don't know about it. True, true, true. Yeah. And Brick says, fish gills and aliens, it's a party. That's a <laughs> reference to, um, I've been telling these guys that people have gills. You know, we have leftover gills that we've evolved out of, but no one, you know. A lot of people out there just don't believe that, you know. So this one is real, though, guys. This one is real. There's aliens. They're admitting this, but no one is even worried about No one's even perturbed. You know, there's no. Do you remember? Nothing shocks us anymore. Yeah. Do you remember everyone was going to Area 57? Do you remember that? Do you remember when everyone was going to go to Area 57 and like. uh, Yeah, wasn't there like five guys that went? Yeah. They got arrested? Yeah. There you go. He says, uh, so Max says, like Captain Kirk did back in the day. Um, And then he says, I posted it on my private page. It's real. I'm trying to make alien bait. <laughs> I'm going to take a UFO by force and make that little bastard fly me to the closest planet with hot green chicks. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's a good idea, actually. <laughs> I, I totally volunteer for the, uh, the alien. Can you just... Im- can you just imagine people trying to be alien bait? I'm on the blue chicks. I like them blue chicks for some reason. Oh, okay, that was a funny one. That was okay, Mac. That was funny, man. That was fun. Area 51. Did I say 57? Yeah, you did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, was that I'm, Heinz 57 or? <laughs> yeah, I'm mixing up ketchup and uh, and and Area 51. But yeah, come on. Actually, I want one of these vehicles. You know, can you imagine like if these vehicles wind up like for sale on those surplus military sites since no no one cares about it? Maybe they return Elon Elon Musk's car are, or something. Are they yeah. being driven by the murder hornets too? I mean, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, this is I don't know, man. I, it's 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 uh, it's just one of those things that like everyone that they they choose this specific time to go. Yeah, there's such a thing as aliens. Everyone is so distracted and turned off and unplugged that it just goes right by. You know? Yeah. Max says they're here for our steak sauce. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, anyway, that's a good plan, Mac. If you're actually going to do that, let me know. I want to see how Mac dresses up as alien bait. (laughs) I'm just just very interested in seeing the alien bait. Uh, (laughs) You know, I'm sure there's going to be T-shirts coming out of that. You know, what would you guys? What would you guys suggest? What's the best? What's the best weapons for fighting uh, aliens? Come on, Lewis, you got to know this one. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know it. Uh, hold on, it's. Uh... Do you think 22s are not going to work on aliens? That might work uh, on zombies. Yeah, b- bigger will always be better. I mean, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> 50s we're gonna have to go like you know get some serious right there. Right some there. serious weight yeah yeah let's go here there, there we go we'll get the picture 50s only if you want your anti-alien uh rounds you we know? have definitely have to have jeff goldblum with us anytime we do something we always have to have <laughs> jeff goldblum yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you die that's how you die if the aliens are going to take someone, they should take Hollywood first. That's what I think. Yeah. You know? So there you go. Okay, everyone's telling me their favorite. Uh, uh, Brick says 10 millimeter. Y'all seen the movie. 
Alan Powell, the greatest troll ever, says Chris Vector. <laughs> 12 gauge pump. B90. Man. A shotgun. James one. Miller is going with the Biden plan. A shotgun. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, let's see. Um, I mean, I just watched They Live. 12 gauge pump. That's what he used in the movie. Yeah. 454. Uh, 454. Kasul. And DCG44 says COVID kills aliens. For all you know, for all you know, COVID is the aliens. How do you know that? You don't know. Invasion That's what of, the, of the worlds. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So, and then Captain Shark says somewhere in the Everglades right now, a Florida man is setting out alien bait with his air. <laughs> 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 okay, you know why that's funny? Because yes, because it's true. Yeah, because <laughs> it's true. Dudes in Florida that found out about that, like, Lewis oh, we don't get these guys. Down there, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> All right, listen. So, in what, in we got we've got some minutes here. Can we get into like what's coming up for? What can you talk about for what's coming up for Hollow Sun? Obviously, we didn't have NRA. Were you guys planning on? Was there new stuff coming out in NRA? What have you been doing to put that out? Or did you postpone the uh, new stuff coming out? So, well, we, we weren't. So for NRA, we were planning on showing a new option. I'll use that term because I don't really want to let the cat out of the bag. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously that fell. I mean, the only thing I can probably talk about, um, because we did showcase it at SHOT Show. Not a lot of people saw it. Um, was hopefully the kind of the next evolution of at least pistol optics. Mm-hmm. Um, we showcased basically a, a kind of a, I'll use the term of a self-sustaining system. Okay. Uh, but basically, you know, no batteries to change. The unit mm-hmm. ran itself indefinitely, um, you know, using our solar fail-safe technology and the capability of, of uh, maintaining its own charge, for lack of Is a better term. Lithium ion? Um, something like the, you know, flex capacitors and all that kind of right. cool stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, the cool thing is with this system is that, you know, we had designed it in a way that it was very small, very thin. Mm-hmm. Uh, we designed it to kind of interface with some of the existing optics-ready systems out there. So no plate adapters, no nothing. Really? Um, no need That's for, like, suppressor cool. height sights. I mean, wait, are you, wait, are you trolling us? It's just some iron sights? Because iron sights will probably fit into that. They're (laughs) self-powering. He's a secret tritium in there. No, this is fully electronic. No. Oh, uh, can you show it to us? I mean, again, I mean, if if you do enough searching, you'll find it. But I'll I'll show you a quick kind of idea of how small this thing is. Very streamlined. Very streamlined. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to have a closed version of it? Yeah. Everyone's going to go back and screen capture that now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's why he had his fingers over here look, look, there you go there they, it is they, they did it actually. <laughs> yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it is what it is but i mean you know it's a work in progress thing but i mean i think that you know one of the things that from a hollow sun perspective is you know hollow sun is a derivative of our main company um you know we are a a an LED laser diode manufacturer by trade. So that's mm-hmm. why we've been able to do a lot of stuff that we've done is because again, we've made this technology. It is our technology mm-hmm. and thankfully we've been able to keep pushing it. So as we keep pushing it, um, I think you're going to start seeing some more cool and cool stuff come out. Mm-hmm. Um, all of a sudden, hopefully, I mean, we've got a few other things. Um, you know, we showcased some concept for like pistol, 
um, pistol lasers, small pistol lasers, pistol lights. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, here's so, kind of one of the concepts that we showcase that shot show. This is a nice. full titanium unit, pretty streamlined. Um, so, I mean, you know, we're going to do some of that stuff too. Um, you know, we might venture out again into mm-hmm. a little bit of diversification because, I mean, that's the only thing that we've done is red dots and lasers because that's our bread and butter that's what yeah we know. so you're so you guys are going to do get into lights get into maybe doing flashlights or it's it's possible i'll be mm-hmm. honest with you i mean we we've showcased it pff, uh, probably in several shot shows mm-hmm. but then kind of just back down and end up not doing because the main thing that i can say from hollow sun as well is we always try to do something different and that we can do it's it's kind of like you know um how, how can i paint you the picture let's take a you know take a car for example you know you you might design one body and i might design another body but if we're sourcing the same motor the guts of the product and and the durability and everything it's still the same product so because we do everything in house, you know, we're, we don't really outsource anything. We design it. We try to, you know, present our technology and our capability. And we obviously try to come up with something that hopefully addresses some of the common concerns that are happening out there if we can. Mm-hmm. So part of the reason why I tell people, you know, you haven't seen like a plethora of products from Holosun immediately because I can be really good at one thing because that's what I'm set up to do. Mm-hmm. I can't miraculously be good at 20 other products because I don't make it. I have to have somebody else. Yeah. Uh, Black Source Shinobi wants to know how much the laser is. Um, so from a uh, – well, if we're talking pistol lasers, um, you know, we're probably going to be looking at a you know, $120, $150 range depending on the final product mm-hmm. is what we're shooting for. We do currently make rifle laser systems as uh, Trey uh, kind of touched base earlier on the 321. And those can range right now from about anywhere from about $260, $270, pushing up to about $1,100, bucks, depending on the configuration. Okay. And um, I think someone asked this earlier, but I didn't get to it. Uh, what about night vision stuff? We've had quite a bit of requests to possibly get into that world. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it was up to me... I would love to see us possibly either maybe get into that world or I think somewhere else thermal would thermal. be another Thermal's the way mm-hmm. that I'd like to see us as a company do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you know, the, we've thrown these ideas all the way around, but again, it, it really goes back to that. If at Holosun, at least the way we currently feel, if we can't develop the core technology to really give you something different, mm-hmm. I'm just giving you the same product, different. You know, it's 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 the same product, but just dressed in a different way. The mm-hmm. core technology is really what matters. So if we can come up with something unique that works different, that gives you the benefit, mm-hmm. um, then you would probably see us come out with a different line of products. Yeah, um, I think it's in in a world with aliens, man. You know, like I said, I'll, you know, they'll land in the backyard over there of the uh, of the main facility. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll strip it down, see what we come up with. Yeah, you guys, wow. 
You guys will be out there doing reverse probing. You gotta say that they're gonna be landing at your place first. I'm telling you. <laughs> what happened to Lewis? Oh, right now he's getting probed hey, somewhere. He'll be hidden as a rock underneath. He'll be dressed as a rock. Yeah. All you have to throw your hands to say 2020. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, yeah, they not to surprise us. Anything can happen right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, it is 2020. Uh, smash the thumbs up. So we got a couple of more minutes here. We're still going to get into something. Uh, you guys that are out there, smash the thumbs up. We really appreciate it. So smash it's a, yeah, it's a big fun show here. Um, listen, what about scopes, binoculars, things like that? Are you guys doing that yet? Planning on doing that? Again, um, not to say, I mean, we're not technically planning anything. Is it alpha the table? Absolutely not. But again, you know, yeah. making magnified optics is a really completely different animal. It's okay. not the same as making red dots. So I would like to see us diversify with some more stuff along those lines. Um, mm-hmm. But again, I mean, right now, uh, you know, I mean, I'm sure depending if you've spoken to other, uh, you know, representatives of other manufacturers and stuff, I mean, right now it's just everybody's just trying to keep up with the demand. I mean, yeah. that's really the main focus. A lot of those projects are kind of gotten a little bit sidelined because there's no time. Yeah. I mean, not right now in 2020, there's not. Yeah. Um, so here's, this is from Military Arms Channel. He, and I know he's tested the Acro. He says sealed sites like the Acro, but better, please. There you go. That's for Mac. Well, Mac, he knows, brother. Give me a holler. We'll send you one. <laughs> and you, you, you don't don't take our word for it. You can be the judge. So, so to what your version of the acro is the, um, or what you're saying is equivalent to the acro is the five hundred nine. Yep, five hundred nine. Boom. There you go. Okay. That's so, my next one, right? There. Right. I don't know. I don't. I'm not sure. Has Mac? Mac probably has not. I don't know. I didn't. Haven't seen. Someone will tell me out there, or he could tell us. Have you tested the five hundred nine, Mac? You had a chance to get your hands on one of those? No, actually. Um, so we touched base via email a while ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're trying to supposed to do something. But again, I think I think if I'm not mistaken, I think this freaking pandemic just kind of yeah, in the bucket and put a damper and everything else. Yeah, I can imagine it's been crazy. But I would like to see Mac uh, follow up on that, maybe uh, do some comparisons or something like that. That'll be, you know, that'll be cool. Um, we tell her. Same thing. Just give us a chance. That's all we ask for. Nothing else. We mm-hmm. we take the pros. We take the cons. I'm a straight up type of dude. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Everybody's stuff breaks. Everything is mass produced. I don't care who makes it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just a big believer of how the company responds and how we react to the situation. I think that's what makes a lot of difference between some of the companies that are still strong and, and out here and then some of the companies that you see just fizzle away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, listen, I uh, Trey, you can tell me, I know you're testing a lot of this stuff too on the range and all that with students, etc. I like the direction that this is going, right? What do you feel? Do you feel like overall as an industry that's going in a good direction, we're getting better products, more affordable, all of that? I mean, I still see crap out there. Sorry. Okay. It still floats in. <laughs> okay. You know, we get the generic, we generic this or generic that guy's mm-hmm. like, oh, I saved a little, I saved a little money. I'm like, dude, what's two rounds in your chest versus spending an extra hundred bucks on your optics? And I try to explain these guys, try to make them understand. Don't skimp on what, now you ain't going to spend $20,000 on a gun, but buy the, buy something with decent quality that works. Mm-hmm. You know, I still see Ivan Johnson 32 revolvers coming out. That thing's a piece of crap, and they still come out with them. And I'm like, hey, can you go buy an actual decent revolver? You're going to have issues with this gun. They can't even operate it when we're doing the training, mm. you know. So, 
But yeah, as far as the products out there, I mean, you still got stuff that's garbage. I mean, everybody thinks their stuff is indestructible until you put some hurt on it. Yeah, you know. And uh, I don't, I don't hold back. I just put the, I just bring the pain, and if it holds up, great. Yeah. If it doesn't, it gets sent back to them in pieces, and I just tell them I'm sorry. I wish I, you know, I don't know what to tell you. Sorry, I beat it to death, and it didn't hold up, Tom. Yeah. So, uh, so you're trying to say that like twenty dollar optics and stuff like that are no go. Yeah, we see it all the time. My favorite one was guy just bought his new AR, came Mm -hmm. out, he had no rear sight. Okay. He's shooting it. Okay. Hey, man, you have a rear sight. Yeah, I just use the front one. It's easier. (laughs) So iron sights, he didn't have any, he didn't have flip-ups. No, he had one, like an A2 style front sight. That's it. The original. Yeah, that was it. Uh And he was shooting, couldn't hit nothing with it. He didn't understand why. Okay. Uh, trying to explain to him, you need a rear sight. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we still see the generic aim points, all that. That all that stuff's garbage. Don't buy that crap. Mm-hmm. Come on, you're Are you talk, so you're talking about the clone things bucks? out there. Why? Like I know I've seen a lot of that stuff. Like there's a lot of clone uh, kind of oh, things yeah. that are out there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hey, we even saw Hollow Sun clones, and I didn't really expect I would ever see that. Yeah, I've been hearing that from a lot of companies that there's clones. <laughs> of their of their stuff i had jason from lucid optics on and he said that there's people basically selling fake lucid optics i was like be careful on ebay somebody asked about it earlier that's what you're getting go to optics planet go to a reputable company that's going to warranty the item that you have Mm -hmm. Uh, because if you go buy a piece of crap you can't get pissed off at another company because it's not their item. Yeah, and they'll stamp Hollow Sun right on it. You yeah, go, look at the Hollow Sun. Are you are you guys seeing that, Lewis? You're seeing uh, companies oh, faking yeah. Hollow Sun. Yeah, we. Uh, I mean, I, again, I I would have never suspected it to be quite frank with you because mm-hmm. it's not like we make an extremely expensive optic, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we actually experienced it. I want to say it's been about when we first ran into it, maybe about a year and a half, give wow. or take. Okay. Um, we ran into that situation, and we were like, "This is just—it's—it's it's just crazy." Yeah, it's in, that's insane. Okay, last question. I'll take this from Kermit Loves Bacon. He says, "What Hollow Sun fits the 365? 407 K or a 507 K? The K series fits no problem. I would show you one mounted, but again, the Google does. <laughs> yeah, do like that, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, and then we, here we got another one from D Lenton. Okay, this is the definitely the last one. He says, no, "I'm sorry if you already answered this. I just got here. When will the 509 T be available? Right so now. If, if everything goes according to plan, which it always never does, um, we hopefully will start shipping." Uh, probably in the next week or two. Um, but again, this is going against the back orders <laughs> that we have. So, I mean, if you're planning, if you're planning on trying to find product readily available just by doing a Google search, if you do, you probably had better chances of winning the lotto. Um, and I think not just from a Holoson aspect. I mean, I really think just there's a lot of products that are having that issue take advantage of it um but i mean you know we're we're gonna start pushing the next week or so but it's still gonna be a little bit of time just for really us to catch up yeah okay awesome all right so i'm gonna wrap it up since we're over the nine o'clock hour we can have lewis come back you know we can maybe just do like an all optic have a couple got maybe have lewis adam uh some other folks come on here and just really get into optics for you guys if you want it 
Uh, let's do this. Let's go around and uh, figure out how you guys can help support these guys. I'm going to start with Trey, my friend from Aries Firearms Training Facilities in Leesburg. What do the people need to know, Trey? Uh, real quick, Armament, you asked about that 50 behind me. That's made by Core Lead Ops. Proof Research Barrel, Kadex Stock, Sig, Tango 6. He does all the action and the painting. It's a pretty sexy gun. It's on my Instagram and Facebook. You can go to my Instagram and Facebook at... Look at this. Trey's ready with his iPad. All the info up there. Emails, everything. <laughs> I'm a cheater. I'm a cheater. <laughs> this is because he can't remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm a cheater. But y'all can call me at 352-321-8102 is my line. Uh -huh. Of course, Aries Training Farms, or Aries Training Facility online. And then, uh, yeah, or I do work at Lake County Arms occasionally, too, if you want to come there. But uh, guys, give me a call. like to see everybody. Every, I always have people float up from the show and hang out. It's always good to catch up with people. Lewis, you need to get back up. I, I know it's a long drive for you, but uh, yeah. Central Florida love you. Come see Disney World. While the pandemic's going on, it's perfect. Ain't nobody there. <laughs> we flew over the parking lot about a it's month ago. not a bad idea ago. right now. <laughs> flew over the parking lot at Disney. Not one car on a, on a freaking Friday. It was unbelievable. I've never seen the parking lot dead. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, this is the this is probably a good time to do it. I'm gonna come up to Aries soon because we have a 50 that we're gonna be testing and and doing some stuff with, uh, uh, you know, from uh, Safety Harbor Firearms. The 50 we'll be we'll be testing that out there. So I'll be out there shooting with you. Okay, so let's get it from Lewis. Lewis, where do people need to go to find out more stuff? Maybe answer some questions that we didn't get to here or they missed. Or I don't know if you give out info for anyone to be able to get in touch with you, but where do folks need to go? So, I mean, you know, we obviously have our website as far as our general product information. Um, anybody having any specific questions, you know, they can email us, email us at info at Um, You know, we have our Facebook and our Instagram page as well. So, I mean, you know, you guys want to send any messages or DMs and stuff. We have no problem. We try to address everybody as quickly as possible. Um that's obviously just sometimes easier said than done. Um, I mean, you know, the main thing is, again, you know, I, I don't I, I hate to repeat it, but I just don't have anything else to say in reference to it. I mean, number one, we appreciate all of the customers and, and the love and support that Holosun has received in the last couple of years as we keep growing this. Um, we, we just need to ask you guys just for a little bit more patience and just, you know, give us a chance to catch up. I mean, we really are. Uh, we're really just trying to do everything we can do and, and grow the company even more to make that happen. It's just uh, it's just uh, interesting times. Yeah, absolutely. I think that that goes for a lot of the good companies out there. You know, they're working as hard. I know I've been speaking to a lot of them. It's, it's just really tough to keep up with all of this, but they're working to do it as well as you don't want these guys to overextend and things get crazy into next year and they're committed to uh, a bunch of things they can't keep up with and then they fall apart. Next thing you know, we've got a bunch of companies going out of business. We already went through a little bit of that. But uh, on my part, Lewis, thanks so much for coming on, man. This has been great. We have to we have to get you back on. Thank you. We definitely appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, what were you gonna what were you gonna say, Trey? Trey? Merry Christmas. Oh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> All right, listen, everyone stay right there. Don't go anywhere, guys. I'm gonna run in the end for right now. I'm gonna remind everyone to uh, Smash those thumbs ups, ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live. Um, we do rip out the audio here and we put that up on iTunes and all the other places that you can get your audio podcast from. Uh, I'm going to remind everyone, go to hankstrange.com, sign up for our email list. Big thanks to Franklin Armory. 
uh, for sponsoring the show. Big thanks to Lewis from Hollow Sun, as well as Trey from Aries Firearms Training Facility in Leesburg. Go there to shoot. Hey, if, you got, if you're in California, get on a plane and fly out there. You can call up Trey. He'll help you find a place to stay in Leesburg, oh, yeah. all that kind of stuff. You could get it done. We are out of here. Who wants the last words? Who wants the last word here? No one. No one wants the last Alien word. Alien bait. Aliens are re- yes, alien bait. <laughs> Who said this? Alien bait. Absolutely. We're out. Don't be alien bait. We're out. Peace. See ya.